For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, everybody. Uh, so the podcast that comes out today, uh, we recorded uh, right after I did the Manning cast. So when I did it, it was the next day. And uh, so, you know. I was, uh, you know, I got pretty. I was a little fired up, to be honest, and I, I don't remember what I, what I said, uh, but the Manning, we actually saw the Manning cast tonight. That that is December eighteenth, so it, uh, they they actually apologized to my dad on the Manning cast. So I felt I, I'm going to leave in what I said. Uh, it was very nice that they uh, that Peyton did apologize. About that, uh, you know, it was the setup. It was the whole thing, and I don't mention in this when we do it. I don't mention my dad. They 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 made a couple of jokes about my dad's trick. That's what I didn't know. My dad had seen that part of them doing it. I know, and obviously he listens to our podcast, so I didn't want to really like make it about that. But that's what really drove it all. Was uh, you know just protecting my. I don't, I don't need to protect my dad. My dad took it way better than I did, to be honest. Uh, but, uh, yeah. You get fired up when your dad's involved, when family's involved. Exactly. It's not just you. you exactly. And it, was right, and it was right after we yeah. did it. So You did, you did black out with rage. So yeah. We don't know. We, yeah, we don't know. Yeah. And uh, so I hope, uh, I don't know. Don't take, it, don't take anything too serious. It's like anything, I'm, it's, uh, we're being ridiculous. I'll leave it in. You can decide if it's too, I didn't mean to be too mean. Uh, Graham's here. Graham's, uh, by the way, has nothing to do with any of this. Uh, I came over for dinner. Yeah, Graham K. Uh, he's, yeah, Nick Novicki's actually in this episode that you're going to see today. So, no, Graham, there's really not a point for him being here other than he was the reason I did it. He talked me into it. Hope you're happy. This is going to ruin my career, isn't it? Probably. He's going back to Canada. All right. Uh, all right, enjoy the episode. Today's episode of the Nate Land Podcast is brought to you by Grand Canyon University, AG1 and electric e-bikes. Hello, folks, and hey, Bear. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. I'm Nate Bargetzi, Brian Bates, Aaron Weber, and sitting in for Dusty, 
Nick Novicki. He's back. Old friend of the podcast. It's been a while since I you've been know, on here. Man. I know. I'm excited to be back. I think it's been almost two years. It's It's been a while. Yeah. And a lot has, has happened. Has it been in, two years? I think it's been close because I don't think you've been on since Dusty's been a regular. Yeah. And oh. Dusty started episode 100 and this is like 170. Had you had your kids since you were here last? I don't think yeah. so. No, no. I, I think I... Maybe, I yeah, think you no, have, definitely. but she's okay. almost three, right? She's or, two. Yeah, two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I had. So not three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's almost three. Uh, two. Yeah. Um, so that's she's a, two. <clears throat> that's like a positive way to tell someone they're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's two. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's three. Yeah. 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 She's two now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just positive. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, welcome, everybody. We're glad to have Nick back. Uh, you Is know. Christmas episode. This is the Christmas episode. We're all in the holiday spirit. Happy yeah. Festivus. Yeah. Hey. Happy Festivus. I brought in that poll for you. Oh, wait. You're going to hear about it. I got a lot of problems. Yeah, that's why, that's why I brought it in. <laughs> yeah. I'll share some grievances. Of grievances. Yeah. Yeah. We can start it off with it. We did the Manning cast last night. So I'll I'll share all my grief. I got yeah. I'm gonna start with you. I'm gonna start with you, Cougar. Uh, so we did the man. Me and my dad did the Manny cast last night, and uh, you know I don't think it was good. And uh, I, but I and I'm just annoyed by it because it's it, it, it the setup is not great. It's it's. Uh, there's a there's a very there's a big delay, mm-hmm. and I get you. I was not used to, like you know you hear it and you don't realize it. I couldn't get that ear thing in my ear. Whoever designed them, like you see that a problem on TV a lot. You're like let's let's figure it out. It shouldn't be though because I mean a lot of times it's when some quarterback or somebody just left the field and they're on the field doing an interview and they throw it on real fast. But I mean news anchors, it should be. There's no reason unless you sat down five seconds before it started. That no, I sat down. No, I had it in, and it was in, and then it started coming out. And then it kept coming out. Mm-hmm. Now I don't put it in. Like I mean, but I, I wasn't told how to put it in. Like well, I don't they should do that for you. Well, they. I mean, it should I mean, be. They, they. It should be put in for you. Probably taped down or or strapped down somehow. It wasn't strapped. Down. Yeah, clearly. I think it was clipped to my hoodie or something. But I was trying to like lift it up. It just got off to a weird like. Yeah. Once once an earpiece starts to come out too, it's like, let me try to get that back in. You still yeah. open up the door. And just- well, I even tried to turn my head at one point because it was it pops out. Yeah, and so I try to turn my head to the because I was trying to be like, all right, if it pops out while I'm talking, I just don't want it, that distraction of it popping out. So I'll try to hide it. But I mean, you can see it. It was uh yeah I the 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 whole thing was uh you know I don't know like I met Peyton recently. And, uh, so I don't, I don't, I don't really know him. Uh, I was actually weirdly, maybe I was, I, I couldn't end up going. I was supposed to have dinner with Eli Manning and a few other people, uh, the week before. And I didn't, I couldn't go to it. Uh, I, and I, I always thought like, should I went to it just to, cause I, I, in my head, I did think that like, should I go with it just to be like, I need to like. Get, so he gets sh- to know your voice. Yeah. So he gets to know. know yeah my vibe and like you know because that's the hard part when you do interviews is if the person they don't know anything that i do and i'm not saying that they should Mm -hmm. i'm not blaming them for that 
but they know nothing I do. They know I am a comedian. I'm a va- they're being whatever they're being told. I don't. I would bet my life they have not watched a second of my comedy. They maybe seen once, maybe. I, I I don't. I would say none of it. So you don't know. So if they don't know me and don't know like how you know. Well, I, the first time when I brought up the center thing, I was actually I was pretty proud of that. Mm-hmm. Like because I was like, <laughs> y'all keep talking about the center. Like you brought them off the. You don't know them. Yeah. And then, the, you know, be like, would you, you know, the blindfold thing and all yeah. that. And they got to like that kind of thing. Yep. But it's like when you say that, it's not a good. It didn't. I thought it would keep going and be yeah. like, all right. I, like, I, you know, they were like the questions. They I saw the questions they asked. And you're just you want to like you don't understand the comic. You want to go like, I can just talk. Yeah. Let's right. just talk. Right. I'll, I'll I'll be OK, you know, to do this. You have two games going on. And then, so I, I'm also trying not to, I, I, I don't know what to do with the games. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm seeing, they can see both games. I can only see what you're seeing on TV. So sometimes they would see both games and then be like, wow, the Titans got the blah, 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 you know. And, you know, and I also, a lot of those two, you think, do you want me to talk football? Like, I thought that's the whole point. Like when we went on game day, it's like, that's annoying to go, uh, you know, if you have a comedian on and I'm telling you r- my real thoughts on yeah, football, that's yeah. stupid. They all do that. So that's what I thought of this was like, all right, well, I'll just be funny and mm-hmm. just try to bring up random stuff. Like the when I said the does the receiver, when he runs away early, does that mean he doesn't know? Like that was a whole thing to try to get that in because it's like we kept cutting each other off. Right. Because you're so delayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when I asked that, like, you know, I'm just trying to ask fun questions. Like, right. I don't know. I'm just trying to be silly. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the whole point. Yeah, there's a delay between the two of them. And then they add a third person in. Yeah, but do they the have game, a delay? I think. I don't I don't think they. There's no way. I don't think they do. They don't have a delay on the game, but they have a delay with you, I think. They have a delay to me. I'm saying they don't have a delay to each other. Oh, I don't know. But even a Zoom that has no delay is a little bit. It's yeah. not obviously the same. As yeah, but I'm saying they don't. I don't think they have a delay to each other. So they're they're they can talk because when you see interviews mm-hmm. on TV, you can tell when there's a delay. Then you mm-hmm. can tell when they're you know it's like all right they're at they're both at studios basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can shoot an interview with no delay, right? Like on PTI. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, they have no delay, mm-hmm. but then we then we have a delay, mm-hmm. and so it's just. You know, and I don't. And I'm not trying to complain. This feels like I'm complaining. <laughs> well, I was I was annoyed by it. I, to sure. be honest with you, I was I was a little just. It's annoying to, you know, like it's. I know, like the, you know, they think like we're not. You know, it's like I'm not a good guess. That's Mark Wahlberg. They said was not a good guess. I don't. I, it's not. I, for hey, I don't think it's fair to throw all that stuff on us. Mm-hmm. Why? Are, what are we do? We're not doing anything. You're asking us the questions. I don't. Why are we there? Well, plus it's like you got two games going on, so they'll be like, "So tell us about your wife." Like, wait a minute, touchdown, touchdown. Right. Yeah, touchdown. That's the other problem. That's the first time they've ever had two games. Yeah, they didn't even need guests on that one. Yeah, they, too much football. Well, they didn't have Kirk Cousins on. Y'all sit and talk about football. They enjoy talking to football players. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what they enjoy. They enjoy, you know. Uh, you know, it's like I, I could feel like because they were saying like Mark Wahlberg's energy was not good. You're like, you can feel it because then when you feel how off it is, you just then go. You kind of have an I don't care attitude yeah. like in your, you know, because it's just like, I I mean, 
I'm trying to get like a, a something off. I'm trying to get a rapport of being like, let's see if if I was in the room with them, It'd be totally different. I could totally do different. It. Yeah, but they also liked what you were doing too. It was like you know when you were talking about the receivers, you could see Eli. He's like, oh wait a minute, yeah, uh, maybe the receiver does wait too long, you know, or it goes out too early. You know, there yeah. was a moment, but he just didn't say anything. Where it was like, yeah, they don't. It's you know, and then when my dad's mad trick, you know, they had to cut away. So he didn't even show the trick. Right. I was just trying to do a quick trick that mm-hmm. works. They had a thing written in there. They wrote this script. They had a thing in about uh, something with my dad. And then we're like, well, he could do a magic trick. And, you know, you feel like it's a looser kind of thing. It gets, it's set up and everything's pretty loose. It's not a, you know, this isn't a, uh, you know. Well scripted. We, yeah, it's 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 you, you, it, that's what's funny too. You do some stuff at some, you think it's gonna be this super high level kind of thing, and then you're like, oh, it's a run and gun kind of setup. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then so the, if it's run and gun, you're gonna be the one that's got to figure it out. And I should have figured it out. I should have, you know, if I I didn't, you know, it I, it was a, a a perfect problem. Just I had a, a really crazy weekend. You know, we did a podcast. And then immediately kind of went to that. Mm-hmm. And I was just feeling a little, I was like a little burnout. I was excited to do it. And then, and then I'm seeing like the hurdles. I'm as, as I sit there, I didn't, I could have went, I should have went out there earlier. I should have sat there and realized what was going on. There's a little stuff I didn't pre-plan. Uh, but like when I went out there and then I heard the delay and then the, the year thing, then you're like, oh, this is, you're, you're like, this has a chance of, not being good. And then I was trying to say, you know, I'm just trying to say dumb stuff. Right. right. I mean, that's why I said the center thing. Yeah. Like, cause it was like, I'm just trying to, who cares? That it doesn't matter what that right. is, what I'm saying. Uh-huh. I'm not talking about the game. I don't, what do you want me? It's like, <laughs> a good question. Yeah, it is. I thought it was question. a funny question because they had just been harping on about it for a long time. Yeah. So you were listening to what they were saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then I, I, and I've been pre thinking <clears throat> questions that uh, the the receiver one I always thought about because you see there a receiver that doesn't really get in the huddle and he takes off and you're like oh this is a run play yeah <laughs> like I mean, does the defense not go like well that guy's clearly not a part of this play he's yeah. I mean he didn't even yeah. kind of hear what was going <laughs> right. on right and I always think that so yeah. that's why I asked that question yeah. And then it's like my dad's trick is like they, you know, they just cut away right at the thing. Mm-hmm. And then it's 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 like, well, that's not his fault. Mm-hmm. You're it's the setup is not in our favor. And it should be a little bit more in you should at least explain it. If we have a guest on and it's not and it wasn't good, that's not the guest fault. That would be our fault for not making it. You, you know, unless you know it's I mean? Nick, unless it's Nick, <laughs> then it's probably Nick's fault. Yeah. Nick, a little is, bit me. You know? Yeah, Nick, yeah. Nick, Nick, but everybody understands it would be Nick's fault. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody yeah. listening yeah. knows Nick and goes, well, obviously. I think yeah. I think everybody goes, obviously, Nick, yeah. Nick yeah. would, you know, it was, yeah. I, I'm now venting about it. How did I, you uh, even? Did they approach you about being on there? How did it even come about? When I talked to Peyton at CMAs. So to me, yeah, I know Peyton's not going to take the time to do a ton of research, watch all your specials, but he should at least know a little I, bit. I, that it, it doesn't, it's, sometimes when you do this stuff, it's like you just need to get know like, hey, this is very loose. Mm-hmm. Just be told. There's going to be a delay. Very loose. You know, like just they're going to talk about football. 
it's it they they sent the questions before and I'm trying to read them, try to see if I can come <clears> up with something. And some of them I'm trying to be like, well, I'll just flip it and just ask, like ask the questions I ask, like, and see if that kind of gets a thing going. It's hard to get a conversation going when there's that much of a delay. Oh, yeah. Totally. And then because I got a delay, and then I don't know if they're if they talk over each other or something, like it's it's very hard to kind of like really be like get into a good rhythm. Like you can really only talk. You know, and you then you're just sitting there watching a football game. Yeah. Two well, games. My, yeah. Two games. What's my face supposed to look like? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, I sit there going like, all right, try not because I would I would see it and it looks like I'm mad. And yeah. I'm like, well, I'm just at home watching a game. Yeah. yeah. No one what you know, you don't like sit and go, <laughs> I don't know how to do that and feel like it would be stupid. At least you have good vision though. If I was watching that, I'd be like just squinting the whole time, like, what is that? That'd probably be a lot more fun though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they showed the graphic of you as a Miami yeah. thing, yeah, Nick wouldn't be able to see it. They were like, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, it was, you know, like that joke was, yeah, it's just, they, they had me do the free range chicken joke. Uh, Eli loved it. You know, he's, Eli is fun. I'm a lifelong Giants fan yeah. and I love Eli Manning. <laughs> he's great. You know, the Mannings are, I have nothing. I'm not, there's we go, like, I'm wearing all veiny stuff to <laughs> make a point today. <laughs> But it's uh, I, I yeah, and we got a lot of Tennessee. You know, obviously, probably tons of Tennessee fans. Ole Miss fans. Yeah. Everybody loves the Manning fan. I get it. I love like they're great. It's that show should not have nothing but their friends or football players. Like if you, you either need to know them mm-hmm. so that you can have rapport. Taylor Lewan and Will Compton's interview was better. They know each other, yeah. and they're talking football, and they're telling variable stories, and the Mannings light up about that yeah. stuff because they like that stuff. Just do that. Well, that's kind of how you've approached having guests on this podcast yeah. from day one, right? Yeah. We've never done anything over Zoom, and it's all yeah. people you already have a relationship yeah, with. Yeah, I'm doing Zoom. Yeah. You know how crazy <laughs> that is to do Zoom on that? It's on ESPN2, <laughs> and I'm on, and it says Zoom. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, yeah. Like that, I mean, what are we doing? Right. And it's not, it's not a good Zoom. Yeah. It's not the Zoom that you want it to be, like a Zoom, like a work Zoom that we've all figured out how to do. Mm-hmm. It's a Zoom that's delayed. <laughs> so then you're just sitting there. And I know from my TV days, when they do stuff like that, I don't know for sure, but usually they outsource it. They hire some company in whatever town they're in to send a guy over who gets, so that guy, I'm assuming did not work for ESPN. He was just someone they hired. Oh, no. They were, I mean, they, the two guys were very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two older dudes. They were very nice. But yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't, no one care. Here, here'd be my, <laughs> is my lesson. Or if I, a younger comics, maybe younger, and you even any, any field you do, no one cares if you look good. Just always remember that. No one really cares. So you got to do your best part to look good in whatever you do. I, and I think really anything, no one, and it's no one. And by the way, it's not their responsibility to care. I mean, you, they just, they're, everybody's trying to do their best kind of thing. And I, that should, if they're trying to do their best, they should care how it looks. It's on them. And I know, but they're not going to care if it goes bad. Maybe that's what I mean. They're, mm-hmm. they're, no one's going to really, if you don't do good, they're just, they write it off as like, I'd imagine they write that as like, we're never going to, like it was pointless to have Nate on, so like that's mark that off. I'll never get asked to do it again. Mm-hmm. Where you know you want to go, and that's fine. I shouldn't ever do it again. It's not the right. I think I could be really good on it, but I can't in that situation. And 
uh, you know, it's hard to be like, you know, it's, you know, I, it's, you know, it's like, you just realize no one, I, I just, you just can tell they, they just don't know who, when, when you're a comic and you're on a show, if a person doesn't know anything that you do, it's usually radio interviews are like that, where sometimes if interviews have got easier for me, just as more people have realized who I am. But at the beginning, that's the hardest part for comics because they don't, yeah. they don't care who they're interviewing. Right. And they, so it's like, you got to interview this guy. He's doing the comedy <laughs> thing. They go, okay, whatever. Like, you know, and, you know, and then they do it. And then it's just not like, there's no work. And I don't know if the Mannings are, well, I mean, I think they probably put, they put work into that, that pre-taped audition thing. They sent me, they already, they like, I had to, I had to film that. We filmed it. I was going to film it on stage. Like I could have set up stuff to be really fun. And that's what I should have done. Take control and be like, if you want me to do this, I'm going to send you the stuff that I want to do because mm -hmm. this will be better. I could have filmed that at State Farm Arena, that that question made fun of Peyton on stage in front mm -hmm. of 13,000 people yeah. and then videoed it. It would have been funny and it would have been and it would have just been a fun kind of thing. But it was like they do this audition thing. They send me their answers like pre. So now I have mm -hmm. to do it their way mm -hmm. because they got they've already pre-taped these answers. So now it's like, all right, so I got to go stand in front of a camera and do my joke. And, you know, it's it's because uh, because I would imagine most people that they deal with want want it that way because mm -hmm. they're not a creator. But when you're a creator, you're just like, I, I, what? This is, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do it this way. But then, you know, it's like, who am I to start bossing them around and telling right. them to do it? Yeah, I remember when you were doing it and, you know, the forehead <laughs> bit. I was like, ooh, I don't know how that's going to get you know. They wrote that. <laughs> they wrote it. <laughs> they, <laughs> After he's, he's like, yeah, that was his idea about the forehead. I was like, I don't know, you know. No, <laughs> they, they, that's the bit. The, 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 my joke is obviously the football joke. Yeah. And then they, all the stuff I said about Peyton, they wrote. So I just did it. Because, I mean, you, I had to do it. I had to make fun of them. I'm not trying to say it in like, some other way but i had to make fun of them because uh you know that's what it was there was a lot more questions we were going to talk about too but i mean it's it's uh it's just a tough situation like you're just not you know and i mean it, it's like you know i don't know i really don't want to feel like i'm i hope because this episode comes out next week so though i've already been another manning cast by the time this comes out, I hope it goes great for the. I, I hope they still. I hope they blast you on that one and like, boy, the guy we yeah. had last week <laughs> yeah. was the worst. <laughs> it would be funny. <clears throat> yeah, I don't want to. It's it's not a pro. I don't want to. I know this. I'm, you know, it's like I'm complaining. I just I was like a. It's just annoying. Like yeah. it's just like it's kind of annoying. Well, to this be, just happened. So we're just, yeah, we're just it talking happened. About it. it happened. Yeah, and they hours were, ago. Yeah, you know? yeah, we're pre-recording this. So yeah, this. I mean, this it happened last night, and I was just so like, it just like it's a it's a just not a good situation, and you want and I but I should have figured it out. It's not on them. If you know that's what I mean when you go to do something, it's not gonna. You don't. I don't. Whatever you think you want your appearance to be. They, you're just a peg in this, whatever that saying is. Cog in the wheel. Cog in the wheel. So you're not really important. <clears throat> if you, if I canceled immediately, they would have been like, okay, same amount of viewers watch, whatever. They, it doesn't mean anything to them. So you, I should have been more prepared. 
it made me realize that like, all right, I need to be, I should have been more prepared to do it more. Like, what are we doing? Like, what are, you know, and I didn't. Mm -hmm. So then, then I get myself in a situation like I was in, I should have done that. And then it made me realize too, like, all right, if I'm doing something, I need to make sure that the other people are getting the best treatment that they could, you know, that they could get. And, uh, you know, to put them in the best light. And if it doesn't go, then it's, it's not really on me. Mm -hmm. I mean, they say, uh, yeah. Side note, I had to wait outside for the last four hours. Nate was like, you're not coming in until you're ready here. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like in the cold. You're already ruining right, this Here project. we go. I'm bombing. Uh, no. <laughs> but, uh, to your point, I mean, you got to, yeah, no one cares how you, production wise. Yeah. I mean, these guys here, the nose whistle. I mean, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> if they're not going to care about it, then I'm just going to have to stop the nose whistle myself. You have to. Think. Yeah. Because they don't care. Yeah. They'll just let it whistle all day. Or there'll yeah. be a public outcry. <laughs> yeah. So it, right? I, I see here where you're coming from. Yeah. yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. Your day is full of to-dos, responsibilities, and balancing work with spending quality time with loved ones while finding time for yourself. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, they specialize in helping you fit your bachelor's, master's, or uh, doctoral degree into your busy day. GCU is an affordable private Christian university based in uh, beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. Been there a bunch. Offering 330 academic programs with over 270 available online as of June 2023. From scholarships to academic support, your GCU graduation team, led by your own university counselor, provides you with the personal support you need. GCU's online program gives you freedom to earn your degree in the time you can from wherever you are. Your personalized plan and team can help you achieve your goals. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't, like, talking to athletes is tough sometimes. <laughs> I don't love it. Yeah. It's just the vibe is just talking to people that are not, talkers in a like they can't just go that's a hard thing for comics because we're talkers so we just like to like roll and then if you're talking when you're doing a straight interview they i mean i i've had it happen a lot where people don't think i'm good in interviews and all this and it's like i mean you're, you're getting asked these questions it's like I, I i can only make the questions the answer so fun <laughs> you know and it's like you get a mix of how is Saturday alive to so when did you know you were funny? And you're like, right. I'm still. You still answer those questions. Mm -hmm. You're like, well, what am I supposed to answer? Like, yeah. just be mad at the guy and be like, like, what is this question? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, it's over now. But I was glad to get. I wanted to get this off my chest. There you go. Good. And I wanted to do it publicly. Yeah. Maybe I'll see the the Mannings again. Yeah. But, see if it gets weird. The yeah. whole, the I'll make whole... it as weird as they want to make it. I don't. I'm wearing this Vanderbilt. I don't. I could care less now. The whole next episode's about. You know, we just love Nate Bargatze. And it's already come. It's already come out. It's already come out. Wait, wait a minute. We got to do a little editing. You know. Yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> the whole. Episode. So yeah, I think you got to move that. Yeah, <laughs> a little loud. Yeah, move it. No, maybe. he brings some energy to the table. Yeah. Is what we could use for you. Move, you could even push it. All right. Yeah. What is that? You don't lean towards it. I'm not leaning towards it. You remember this weekend at the arena? <laughs> yeah. 
Remember when you were talking on stage and the mic was not even near you, but you were still. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta. <laughs> your loud. voice, your voice is good. <laughs> you project. Yeah. You project. You're like because you do it. theater. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you do theater. I do. Yeah, just you know. <laughs> this weekend we were just talking. We were just randomly talking, and the mic is six feet away on a stool. Yeah, and it's just picking Nick's voice up, and it's like going all over the, the thing. <laughs> uh, we had fun. So, all right, all right. Well. That's the Manny cast. So that's how it went. Mm-hmm. It went like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It would be fun to see if I ever see him again. Why would I? I don't know if I, why I would cross paths. Oh, you're going to go to dinner with Eli. <laughs> I was supposed to. I would go now. Yeah. <laughs> I really would. Uh-huh. I would. I would I would love it now. I Honestly, if I got asked to go again, uh, if they set it up, I would go because I would want to feel how – and not that they would – I don't think he would even – feel anything but mm-hmm. i would and i would make it awkward <laughs> it's you know i would have a hard time not <laughs> saying anything yeah i would say something mm-hmm. like you know and, and i would try to do it in a nice way but it would be it would be on my mind mm-hmm. i can't ever just let stuff go like you know <laughs> it's like i would that's all i would think about and so all i would do they'd be like oh we'll have a nice little dinner with a bunch of people and uh, i mean i would just be on a delay yeah <laughs> yeah you just is everybody food going to come out at the same time <laughs> eli <laughs> are you going to finish early and then be mad at us because we're not done yet because you got your food first, Eli, <laughs> Peyton? Yeah. Mm. yeah, I feel like you're Catch gonna- me next week on the main yeah. cast. Yeah. Do the <laughs> Titans win? Hey, the yeah. Titans won. Yeah, you're the that good luck charm. Wow. Yeah. That was great game. That's all that matter. Will Levis, dude, I, I'm pumped about oh, Will Oh, yeah, Levis. man. He's exciting. All the again, all the Tennessee fans when we drafted Will Levis, the Tennessee fans <clears throat> trashed him, dude. Trashed him. I know. And like he's been fun. I didn't know. I, I was excited that we got him. And the Tennessee fans who know everything, yeah, mm-hmm. and they know everything about everything. Mm-hmm. They said he was like bad. Well, this dude's been fun to watch, and he's at least energetic, and he's pumped up, and he's Absolutely. excited, and yeah, it's a fun thing. It's a fun vibe that we got going on the Titans. It made me. I want to watch the rest of the seat. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's super exciting. It's exciting to be like, all right, dude. Like, I, is this guy gonna <laughs> like? I don't know what he might work out, but if you're that excited and pumped up. I don't care. I know. Like, that's all I want. It's fine. Now, again, there's, they've already played another game. <laughs> yeah. <just> come out. <laughs> so, Will Levis in the hospital with. <laughs> no, Will Levis no, probably no. won. He had 327 passing yards. Yeah, yeah. That, it's he, fun, He dude. was it's fired fun. up on that last touchdown. Yeah, Hopkins has been not. Dude, it's been the Titans. Are, we're fun. We've been fun. That's what we needed is just some good energy well, in that there. game was super fun. Yeah. And I, look, I loved it. We won. I mean, that, they, that game, we were down. Two touchdowns with four minutes left. I think three minutes left, right? Yeah. Three minutes left. Yeah, the Dolphins had a 99. How old's your kid? Two. Three? Two. (laughs) (laughs) But they said the first time in 700-something games. 67 games. Oh, well, that's a little bit different than what I just said. But. It was like every team's that been down by this for this much time left. I thought it was like 700-something games i said 767 oh yeah. i thought you just said 67 i was like <laughs> no. no i'm off by 700 yeah at one point the dolphins in the fourth quarter 99.7 percent win probability yeah and that's pretty close to 100 mm, yeah. pretty close to 100 he yeah. was like a professional yeah. wrestler though at the end of that that you was know, the when... probability of the manning cast going bad was that <laughs> 99 <laughs> point. once i sat down 
and realized, oh, they're on a giant delay. <laughs> There's a 99.7% this is going to go bad. Taylor Lewan said it. He just right when he got it, he goes, he goes, all right, that's kind of, and he did it very well because he goes, that's, he goes, all right, that's the lag we're going to be dealing with. Okay. Yeah. He like made that joke and mm-hmm. said that. And, uh, and they did good. They just talked over him. They did, they did a much better, they know him. So it's, 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 they, they, they were really, really good. Everybody's really good. Yeah. I enjoyed it once you got off. It yeah, was really, I understand that. <laughs> and you should have. I understand that. <laughs> Kirk Cousins I, and, was great. And that's completely right. That's completely right. No, uh, the delay is so funny because even after the game, Scott Van Pelt's, I mean, you see it every night on ESPN. Yeah. He's interviewing Will Levis, holding a mic, and there's a slight delay. Yeah. So Scott Van Pelt will say something funny, and then he gets serious, but Will Levis will start laughing <laughs> during the serious part because yeah. he's on a delay. Yeah, yeah. You see it all the time. See it all the time. Uh, all right. Well, thanks. Yeah, thanks for, I know, you know, you guys don't have to don't hear this venting. <laughs> Sorry, I just had to get it out. I felt safe doing it with all you, yep. with all the folks. Yep, seem like good. Everybody's good people. We get it. Yeah, they get it. All right, that's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be just a bonus episode. Yeah. What if I what if I get Peyton Eli to come? What if I should ask him to come on the podcast? Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Dusty are gone. Good. And just. The Mannings across the table. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you're in another room. Yeah, they would be downstairs. <laughs> Just ask them all the questions. Why do, Why is this? Why don't y'all get more of a heads up? About it's one of those things where it's like someone... And you, you do something where someone like invites you to do something and they think you just know how it works. Mm-hmm. And you want to go, hey, I've never done this. So like maybe like let's... We should have definitely talked more about... It was very, it's a very loose yeah. invite. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we did it. Did it. Can check it off. <laughs> I'll make sure to be better in uh, other stuff. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, so that's what I was doing. I was in Delaware this weekend. Yeah. Shows were great. Standing <laughs> ovation, which is rare at a corporate, but standing yeah. ovation every show. Standing ovation. You know, I did the yeah. University of Delaware right after Joe Flacco. Uh, Got drafted. Really? Yeah. I brought that up on their there. They cheered. <laughs> One of the first colleges they did. They got good, cool colors. Bl- blue and white? Yeah. I guess that's cool. It is cool. It's just pretty basic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, every, every school is basic. <laughs> every color is basic. It's what you do with it. And they do fun stuff with it. Yeah. It was a, uh, yeah. Look at that. That's fun. <laughs> blue and yellow blue and yellow that's yeah. fun that's uh, my high school's blue and yellow some big games this week uh rutgers got a big bowl game uh, notre dame got a big bowl game oh yeah Woo. oh yeah do you Are, care about rutgers no okay i don't Why know if this yeah. is known notre on the dame. podcast I'm a notre dame. i know Nick, nick's a fellow notre dame fan yeah. well i know he's a fellow didn't you go to rutgers no Oh, well, never mind. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good She's research, two. Right? She's two years old. <laughs> She's two years old. <laughs> Why not think you went to Rutgers? All yeah, right. I looked at Nick at yeah. Rutgers, big game, and he's like, okay, who cares? Yeah, I didn't know why you were bringing up yeah. Rutgers. Where'd you go to college? Temple in Philly. Oh, there it's the same go. thing. Yeah. There you go. It's only another state, you know, yeah. Philadelphia, New Jersey. <laughs> Actually, my wife went to Rutgers. Goes, yeah. That's why I knew your wife went oh, to Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. How about that? Nick, Bill Cosby. Both went to Temple. He's my idol. Yeah, use that. Uh, you use it how you want to use it. Uh, uh, all right, yeah. 
what do you want to? I was at Side Splitters in Tampa. Yeah. All right. Thank you to everybody who came. Thank you. Nick, you were at home. Yeah. <laughs> really fun time uh, with you. And yeah. Thank you. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. We the had venues, a fun time. It's insane. I mean, these like. It's wonderful. The people that come out are wonderful. And I can't thank them enough. And I appreciate we got a nice thing. I think everybody has a wonderful time. It's mm-hmm. a, it's truly, truly uh, a special thing, and I'm and it's blown away. We got to play hockey too in Tampa. We was- play, yeah. So it turns out Nick, that's his sport. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We so they had this. It's like you play floor hockey. Yeah, and so they had like a little rink. So we they they set up. So these guys came up. It was like Tampa Bay something. Lightning. Uh, no, the lightning. I was saying the guy that they did a uh, putt putt course, which was awesome. A guy brought in a putt putt course to set it up, and we it was super. We played, you know, the full. You know, we played a bunch, and then they they also had this little rink, and it was, I mean, probably double the size of a bedroom. You know, like what whatever. It wasn't like huge, and they had the wall and glass, and they had a real goal. And then they had sticks in there and you could shoot pucks at it. So then we were like, all right, let's just, you know, let's play. We played two on two. We've never really done it. Well, Nick is unreal. <laughs> <laughs> like Nick's like can, you know, get the puck and like shoot it high, shoot uh, yeah. it low. It and he's so very fun. aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I played against Nate. So I did a little check on him. I got <laughs> checked. I got hit in the shin with a stick. <laughs> By Nick. By Nick. <laughs> I got one up in the air that almost hit Nick in the face. <laughs> it went by him. That was the thing. Was we were switching who was going to be the goalie. So uh, I had to go on goal. And I was like, I could do it. And then one, literally, I went like, I just turned a little bit. I was like, all right, Eric, uh, you want to hop back to yeah. the goal? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we really made Eric and Chase be the goalies because they're the, that's the two faces that could be ruined. Yeah. <laughs> and the show could still go on. Yeah. And it was uh, – yeah, it was uh, so fun. But it's funny. It's like so when we play sports with Nick, there's usually like a something to make it a level playing field. Like when we play basketball, you gotta let the ball drop. Yeah, and it's got to hit first. No, nothing. This yeah. is a straight up. You play hockey with him. It's 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 every man for itself. Wow. Rules are the rules. Wow. And he's and I mean he. <laughs> Nick just beats down like I mean you get the, the, the fighting for the puck. It was we had a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a little dangerous though. Like uh, Nick Thune, who was also on on the shows, he literally hit a like slap shot against your dad. <laughs> it just nailed oh, him right in the chest. My dad's at the doing goalie. Everybody's just trying to be silly, <laughs> and then yeah, then Nick just I mean just drills my dad in the chest <laughs> with a real puck. With a real puck. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, my dad might still have a bruise from that real puck, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it was uh, yeah, it's, it was a special, special weekend. It really was. Uh, do we need to do one? Uh, no, the first one was already pre-recorded, oh, so yeah. we got a little time. All right, uh, let's start off with you guys' comments. Uh, Judd Johnson, Great that's a good name. name. Judd Johnson, yeah, that's a good name. That guy Judd. lives. Yeah, Judd Johnson does not live in a neighborhood. No. He lives, <laughs> you know, he, it's a, he's got a long driveway. Is Judd short for something? Or are you just uh, named Judith. Judson. Judith. Judson? I don't know. No, I think you just named Judd. Judd Apatow, Judd Johnson. 
Joe Judd Hirsch was Judd Hirsch. Yeah. I'd imagine Judd Johnson and Judd Aptow would have trouble having a conversation together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the pod, this podcast is authentic and it's always a refreshing break from all comics who just pretend to be stupid. All right. We're authentically stupid. We're authentically right. stupid. Yeah, I like that. We are. <laughs> We're not ashamed either. Last we week's episode, which we recorded yesterday, I said co meant two. Um, yeah. Right as we're rolling the credits, Aaron pointed out, looked up. That's not accurate. Yep. It's not accurate. Yep. It means equal yeah. or together, but not two. We so. will humbly fact check ourselves, and uh, yeah, you mm-hmm. know. But and I also looked up when I got home. Noah, when it established, mm-hmm. since that was a theme, nineteen seventy. Well, it said two hundred years on their website. On their it said website, over two hundred years of doing it. I believe you, but I don't know why they said. Over 200 years. There was ago. something like in the early 1800s where they patrolled the coastline. So it was called something else. But no, right. Noah, it was not Flat, straight up on the front of their website, yeah. highlighted, said over 200 years. Well, you can't say that on your website. I'll find it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, maybe it wasn't. No, it was it was on. It was on here somewhere. Yeah, yeah we saw it. Maybe they got it up. off already. <laughs> they got, these guys are taking stuff too serious. Yeah, yeah. No, Our history. Noaa's roots reach back more well, than two hundred years. Yeah. But I mean, that's yeah. No, look at that. Noah's roots in 1807. Yeah, Thomas Jefferson found. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come on, come on, come yeah. on. What are we doing? Darren Cheney, my girlfriend and I love your show. We love it so much that it has become a good way for us to spend what she calls quality time together for a couple hours. Just so you know, every Wednesday I'll get a text from my girlfriend that says, don't forget, tonight is Worried Face Wednesday. Keep up the good work. I like that. The Worried Face is a good, that was such it's a good great. thing. It's so funny. Yeah. Worried. Yeah. Just y'all, why does your, your boy look worried? <laughs> <laughs> and that yeah. was first done by a couple of girls from McGavick High School in my senior trip to Panama City. Yep. Look, if they could see you now. I know. Maybe they're watching. <laughs> Maybe they're watching. There's the guy. There's the guy. Yeah. Do you think that those girls thought about that the next day? Oh, they called me that all weekend. Okay. Because I kept seeing them. Okay. Maybe like a week later. Do you think that they still think about it? I bet they still do. Do they, they know the impact that had on you? I don't know that. They just love calling me worried. I mean, I think you would, but you probably look the same. Besides <laughs> so the hair, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like you would. I mean, like you'd be like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that guy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I feel like you're losing weight. Are you losing weight? Yeah, yeah I wish. Oh, you look. Good. Thank you, thank you. I do look you good. Good. A little yeah. less worried on the face. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, like you get some work done. <laughs> Did Botox. You think, yeah, Bates would go get work done. <laughs> I wish you would be the one to go get work. Like you just every week, you yeah. sit at the end of the table. Yeah, and people are like. Man, his lips are like just <laughs> the collagen. Yeah, you're just doing like a lot of stuff. Like Bates has got to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah, yeah, great cheeks, great cheeks. Uh, Jamie Osborne, I saw Nate in Knoxville, amazing show, hilariously though. I bought. This. Huh? I'm sorry. I'm trying to tell, ask Aaron if he has this picture. Did I send you this? Right. Uh, oh yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. we should have done probably. No. no, no. Okay. Privately. What are we, the Manning cast? <laughs> there we go. Uh, Jamie Osborne. I saw Nate in Knoxville. Amazing show. Hilariously, though, I bought my tickets the minute they went on sale earlier in the year and was so happy with my floor seats, only to realize 
I accidentally bought four in a row, one in front of the other. Instead of in a row together, here's our memorable selfie. We will laugh about this for a long time. Great show. This is the family. That's just, so funny. Just, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I wonder if they switched or they they stay like that. No, he said he I cut out a little bit. He said he tried to switch it and couldn't, so they just yeah. did it. And he's you know. That's so. They funny. all just enjoyed the show by themselves <laughs> yeah. in yeah. front of Although each the, other. Although the guy in the front looks a little bit like he's upset about it. <laughs> well, that's Jamie. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the dad that bought the tickets. Yeah. No, that's so funny though. That's hey, if you ever come to the Nate show, that's how you're gonna come to the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The kids probably love it. Actually, probably- I, I I would think the kids are like, this yeah. is the greatest yeah, thing. Right. The, you know, you're like, uh, you can just your your parents are in front of you. Yeah. And then you know you want to see. I think it, the fun part though is. It, the fun part is laughing with each other, but yeah. it's, uh, yeah, but I mean, that makes it. <laughs> the boy I in the back just that. starts smoking a yeah. cigar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That makes me happy. Uh, Connie DeCrescenzo. I bet you, you would say that. Connie DeCrescenzo. 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 <clears throat> DeCrescenzo de, de, de family. Yeah. Uh, I woke up w- one morning after my husband had left for work. I walked out to the kitchen and found a puddle of water with a note next to it. The note said, water. My dear husband spilled some water and then took me down to find a pen and a piece of paper and scribbled the word water on it. When I questioned him about it, he said he did it so that I wouldn't slip and fall. Isn't it sweet how much he loves me? Oh, that's a good guy right there. Yeah, just letting him know. There's just water. Just know there's water. Uh-huh. Also, don't be alarmed. It's not gasoline. You know, it's yeah. just water. Just so. water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How big? Yeah, I mean. He, so that she knows how to clean it up later. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. This, ain't, this is a one-person job. Yeah. It's, it's just regular water. I'm not the person you are. If you leave there long enough, it's going to go away, right? Oh, eventually. It'll yeah. evaporate. It seeps into the floorboards. Yeah. yeah. Mold. So why, yeah, yeah. Why even do it? Why the rush? Doug Venata. Venata. I like that last name. I would like to know everyone's opinion on Hallmark, Hallmark movies. My wife makes fun of me for liking them, but I bet at least one of you is also a fan. I talked. To, we talked about it. I liked them. Mm-hmm. Well, I you would. talked about one of your area grievances was yeah uh, the way the woman parked in that Hallmark movie. Yes, it was crazy. I've never seen that. Yeah, this was the one where Cole was on with us. Yeah, and Sonny Gray came on later, but uh, okay. but yeah, he was he. We had the video and a woman kind of parked in the middle of the street in this Hallmark movie. It just gets out of it. I watched oh, the whole. That feels pretty realistic. <laughs> yeah, based on how my <laughs> wife parks. Uh, I like Hallmark movies. I I think they're very pleasant. Uh, I know they had something come up, some controversy, right? Recently, probably. Uh, they were showing a scene, or probably something they should have. Which it's it just something that doesn't make sense. Like, mm. but uh, yeah, Hallmark movies are very, you know, and I, I don't mean it in a bad way. It's a very simple thing to watch, and it's, you know, it's a, it's a, it's like the opposite of the Manning yeah. cast. It's just yeah. very pleasant. <laughs> Not yeah. everything needs to have the weight of the world. Yes, yeah. you know that's right. I mean? That's why. I, I mean, I mean, I, Amen, I could, you could leave. I think you could leave the Hallmark Channel on your TV just at all times, and you would catch people really watching the whole thing and really getting invested because mm-hmm. it's just great. My wife, like on a Saturday or something, she's doing stuff around the house. She just has it on. 
the every story, the formula is kind of the same. So yeah. she can kind of tune in and out and kind of still know what's yeah. going on. Yeah. She watches Great American Family now. I think that's another <laughs> Hallmark similar. Yeah. I channel. mean, I, anytime I've saw it on, it's been hard for me to turn it off. <laughs> like you you just end up going like, well, I want to see what happens. It's like a catchy pop song. Yes. Man. There's nothing wrong with it. It is it's what great. it is. It's, it's great. fun to just enjoy. It's pleasant. And it's nice to, you know, watch something that's like, they have uh, crime movies. So many movies, man. I'm looking I always at just see the, ho- the like, now they're getting into horror looking films. at a list of them now. Yeah. These are movies there's, and mysteries. There's subgenres too. There's like, you know, Christmas Hallmark is a huge thing. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Well, I was joking about the horror. That's from <laughs> SNL. Yeah. But but yeah, I I I don't mind them. I always I always find myself just being like, man, this is nice. It's a nice thing just to kind of Yeah, you just the that entertainment, like entertainment is so f- trying to be thought provoking now. Mhm that it's like exhausting and you want to go when you watch a hallmark movie it's just telling a little story mm-hmm. you're gonna have a fun time but like man and you get done with it you're like i really enjoyed that uh they get together always at the end you know yeah, yeah it's, it's gonna just, be a happy ending yeah it's yeah it's just fun and pleasant it's nice and you know and it's uh and it looks good they always like you know they always look nice make small towns look good because yeah. The yeah. bustling big city's not all it cut out to be when <laughs> the love of your life's in this small town right. and the, mm-hmm. the local theater is about to close. Yeah, I mean you can you can catch yourself just before you know it, you're like, Man, I've watched a few of these. Like <laughs> because they just kind of keep going, like they're just into the next movie. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you're like, I'm halfway in this movie. Yeah, I like it. Uh Addison Hubley. As a kid, my dad brought a hold on. As a kid, my dad brought a drone to a party, then bragged about how it was $25 and just as good as the expensive ones. He then began to fly it directly into a jet stream that took the drone miles away. My dad then conducted a search party for all the people at the dinner party because he was unable to track his drone. After about 30 minutes of trespassing on their neighbor's land, we found it and celebrated. <laughs> you know what's... what's uh, crazy about me with this is to hear it say when I like she's, it's an old story as a kid my dad brought a, <laughs> a drone that's what you could yeah. get past a drone to a party yeah. yeah well a drone you're like have they been around that long yeah I feel like maybe 10 years I mean I could see it like it's just it's yeah it's funny to you know yeah as a kid I guess oh look yeah. at that they started at the same time Noah did <laughs> <laughs> 200 years ago I mean I think people just actively having drones hasn't been that long don't yeah. you think like the last 10 years oh, I mean, yeah. yeah but I mean so that I mean for her yeah, yeah it would be like as a kid I yeah. remember it just it's crazy to sometimes hear that stuff where you were like that's a very funny story though that's a very funny story also that it could get that high to where it's in a the jet, jet stream yeah you know I mean it's one thing if yeah it's for like- $25 <laughs> that's a pretty good one mm-hmm and I mean, it's crazy to have found it. Yeah. That's a fun dinner party. I bet all those people remember that dinner party for the rest of their life. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It just turns into the movie Twister where they have like all the surveillance. Well, like that's the beginning it. of a Hallmark movie. Right? <laughs> she sent that. Yeah, that's true. She sent that after Aaron talked about his drone. You said those are the worst. The people at the parties like, ooh, yeah. uh, I see, can see your house. Yeah. But she's saying that was a party to remember. That was a party to remember. 
Nick Lawton, how is the South represented in film and TV from your perspectives? Can y'all talk about any movies or shows that you feel have depicted the South really well and any shows that have completely missed the mark? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of stuff misses the mark. Because uh, a lot of times stuff's written by people that are not, they don't live here. Yeah. So, yeah. Danny McBride does a good job. He lives in Charleston. I, that's mm -hmm. all you got to do is you got to live there and be around regular people. And that's the stuff where it gets missed. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think anything specifically. Yeah, even I was thinking like Eastbound and Down yeah. with Danny McBride. He is an over-the-top caricature of a Southern guy. Yeah, but it doesn't. But the setting around him is just yeah. normal. It's yeah. just like a, it's it's very realistic. It feels, yeah, it yeah. feels very normal. Like, you know. Hmm. Trying to think of a Southern. Well, it's, um, the guy who, I can't think of his name now, the actor who, he was the, I think he was the quarterback in Friday Night Lights, the movie. Lucas Black. Lucas Black. He's from like I think Northern Alabama, and his Southern accent's authentic. So good, yeah. Sling Where, Blade yeah. too. He's the kid in Sling Blade. I forgot about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where uh, you're like, well, that's authentic, and some of these are just bad. So bad, dude. Yeah, some when they. I'm trying. To, who is a bad one? Uh, I thought Brad Pitt had a good one, and but he's from Missouri. Well, I thought his uh, like Inglorious Bastards that yeah. where he has that accent that uh, he's supposed to be a guy from the Tennessee mountains, yeah, and that's unlike any Tennessee accent I've yeah. ever heard. It's also a guy from the '40s, so who knows how people talk back then? But I <laughs> yeah. remember thinking he's great in spite of this accent. Yeah, well, that's my opinion. They, they say a lot of British actors end up sounding like they're from the '30s. Yeah. You know, where they're <laughs> yeah. like trying to do American accents, like yeah, see, you know, yeah, they end huh. up in like really kind of crazy it's it's a it's a whole thing yeah you're looking at me like it's not thing it is definitely. no no i believe <laughs> no I'm, i know I, I, no, I, I believe uh lake beach i didn't like that kind of stereotype yeah. the south is just yeah. a bunch of guys you know, <laughs> you know lake never beach? heard of lake beach no is it like deliverance yep not uh, similar yeah 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 it's, uh not so much a movie but um i guess it was a tv it's more of a tv th series never heard of it Lake really? Beach. Well, just you put in Lake Beach movie. That's probably that's not coming up. Talking about the SNL sketch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was thinking in my head. I was like, are they talking about that? And no one else. Literally, I was like, maybe it is a, a show. I don't know. A movie. That's crazy. There's no movie Lake Beach. So that would be a good name. For well, it, it could yeah. become a movie. Sometimes yeah. SNL movies. Yeah, come out of a sketch. Yeah. Well, you can tell that's written. You know, it was uh, with James Austin Johnson. It's written by someone that. Is from here, yeah, yeah, like, and that's where it becomes really, really relatable. Yeah. And then people are just like, "Yeah, I know exactly what that is." Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I'm always sensitive to the South when people. I mean, I remember getting stuff auditions with this South, and I, I just want to do them when they're you're just making the Southern guy look like what they think the South is, uh -huh. and you just are like, it's it's just you know annoying. Uh, Dan Bean, there's been a bit of a debate in our house for a while now, and I'm hoping you guys can solve it. We need to know the correct correct pronunciation of pecan. Thanks for your help on this. Very important topic. I say pecan. I say pecan. This is one of those words. It's talked about so often. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I would just naturally say it because I, I'm always thinking about how I pronounce it. Yeah. Caramel is the same way. Mm-hmm. Caramel. 
I don't I don't know how I say it because yeah. I'm always thinking pecan. about it. Say it. Pe- pecan. Yeah. How do you say it? Pe- pecan. So it's a regional That's thing. That's what you say. Pecan. You say pe- no, you pecan don't. pie. No, you don't say that. <laughs> I say it. There's no Why? way. Is that is that pecan pie? Say pecan. Pecan. Say it pecan, though. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even just say, say it? Just say it as an actor. This is actor Nick. Pecan. That's how you say it. I would say pecan. You're out of your mind. I would say pecan. Pecan pie. I've never, I would have, there have been a lot of jokes about it if I ever heard (laughs) you say pecan. He's probably never said it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it doesn't come up a lot where I'm like, hey, pecan. You love dessert. I do. It comes up a lot. It's like a lactose-free pie. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Nick's on the hunt for dessert. Yeah, any dessert pops up, Nick would be like. Do you really say pecan? I really say pecan. It's spelled that way, too. It's spelled pecan too, you know. It's not. We're not making a crazy leap. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe people from the Northeast. That's where they. It's probably a regional thing, like yeah. everything yeah, else. Pecan. Yeah. People go to Rutgers. That's how they say. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've never even heard it said pecan. <laughs> you know, I mean, I think that's why he's saying that. I bet that was the debate in their house. Yeah. 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 I've, I've never even heard someone say that pecan pecan pie pecan pie. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say that. I do say <laughs> no, it. You don't say that. Yeah. I say it. I believe you. I don't believe. Uh Mandy McKnight. Mm. Nate, have you ever considered that your McDonald's obsession stems from your family and family friends making fun of you for not getting the happy meal as a kid? Now you feel the need to rebel and get as much Mickey D's as you can. I'm sure better help would have more to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> Could be true, I guess. Is that yeah, I could see it. I mean, I think a lot of stuff is like when you grow up and you just, you know, it's like we just couldn't afford to do anything. And like, uh, and so it does make you want to be, well, I want to do everything now. Mm-hmm. And I want to, and then my tastes are not high end taste. So I don't, you know, with food, I don't, we, you know, it's like we don't, we just didn't eat. You don't go eat these nice, crazy meals. Mm-hmm. And so my taste is just like, for McDonald's or for that kind of stuff. And now I can go get it whenever I want. Yeah, could be. Uh, that's all I ever wanted was to go get McDonald's. <laughs> Eating inside of a theme park, I do think of that because we never could eat inside of it. We went to Kings Island. It's just so expensive. Mm-hmm. So now when I, I mean, that was, that's definitely something. Now when I go, like I'll, I want to spend money inside. Like I want to eat lunch inside that park. I want, you know, I'm you, have, you have food delivered in. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, I want, I mean, I want, if I go to the zoo for a day, like I want to eat lunch there. I want to go eat, go sit at the table and buy. And I think that is, I think of it because we just, it was never, we just couldn't afford it. Did I ever tell you about the guy who ordered Outback Steakhouse to his table at the Jacksonville Comedy Zone? Mm. A guy yeah. ordered it on the app delivery to his table during wow. a show. Wow. I'm in the lobby setting up my, little merch stand and the outback delivery guy walks in <laughs> and he goes is there a show going on i was like yeah and he goes i'm supposed to bring it to table he got instruction he brought it in somebody got out back to the table wow who was on stage henry cho oh <laughs> did henry say anything? no oh, i told him if about he could it only after- see it. i told him about it afterwards though he's like oh man i would have loved to have- oh, yeah. i would have loved to have known that was going on And there, there yeah. must have been food at the club right yeah yeah for sure yeah and he might have just been like, "There's, it's not good food." Yeah, yeah. I want a steak and a blooming onion. Yeah, <laughs> that's power. That's a yeah. That's, that's confidence. Great. That's 
because they have burgers at every comedy club. Yeah, yeah chicken so fingers, funny. and they got everything you need for like to watch a show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's Crazy. like an oblivious confidence to go to do something like that. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Yeah, that's like I don't know how someone could feel comfortable. I felt bad for the delivery guy because I go, well, then you got to go in the showroom. Yeah, and there's a show going on. He had to walk in with a big bag of stuff. Yeah, I guess they just the club let him in the inside. I guess so. Well, no yeah. one was. It's just you out yeah, there. It was just probably. me in the lobby. I'd just gotten off stage. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Crazy. Was he? Was he? I mean, was he sitting up front or something? <laughs> he couldn't have been. I feel like if he were up front, Henry, Henry would have seen. Oh him. my god, Henry would have. How did he find the guy? I guess. I don't know. I think there were instructions in the app. You can tell him <laughs> yeah. like, how, how to get there. <laughs> I wish can, Henry can DoorDash decline that. Can they go? Probably. Like, I mean, because, you know, I feel like they don't get to see what they're getting to do. But can uh, d- can the guy go, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, I, I don't mind delivering to the club. I'm not giving it. I'm, I'm not bringing it to the, the show. Yeah. Yeah. And look like a lunatic. Because, <laughs> I mean, he looks like, you know. Yeah. Unless you walk in, you go, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what to say. This guy's got a problem. Yeah. That's the crazy thing, too, because you just put the address in. So he probably didn't say comedy club. It's just the address. And he sees the address. Yeah. And then he's got to walk in. <laughs> be like, He ordered that while Aaron was on stage. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. That's true. This is so boring. Let me just get me some at least good food. Ethan Goodman. In my government class, I'm teaching about the powers of Congress. And among them are to fix the standard of weights and measures. In order to demonstrate what that means, I use Nate's SNL sketch to illustrate the point. Now, if Nate could just go back to do a sketch on dead weight loss, dead weight loss for my AP economics class, that would be great. I don't know what dead weight loss is. Dead weight loss is a cost to society created by market inefficiency, which occurs when supply and demand are out of equilibrium. So there you go. Yeah, there you sounds go, like an easy bit. <laughs> yeah, <check Yeah>. out. <laughs> when he got when he ordered too many T-shirts for merch and nobody wants to buy them, maybe. Yeah. Well, or in my case, well, that too. But is that a, is that an actual example of it? I think that might be a good one. Or, or like, I got a ton of CDs still left at my house that obviously I ordered more than people wanted because now uh-huh. nobody even does CDs. It sounds like it's something like that. Maybe the government spends a lot of money. On something in the budget, more than they needed. I bought, I I printed posters to sell after the show. And I only tried to sell them at one show and I didn't sell any and I just gave up. There's yeah. just like how many do you have? 150. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like one. I'll give you one. I'll give you one. All right. Uh, Did you see where, I think it's crack.com, pick that sketch as the top sketch of the year? Oh, they rank the top 23. Comedy sketches of 2023. Look at that. Wow. All right. Look at that. Stand, could you could understand <laughs> stand up Nick Bargetsky? <laughs> <laughs> Understated. Understated stand up oh, Nick oh, Bargetsky. I, I could understand it. Stand up Nick Bargetsky make the transition to full blown <laughs> sketch comedy. Um, yeah. Shades of early Bob Newhart. How about that? That's nice. Uh, they got his name right. <laughs> yeah this is what i and this is this is the uh what i mean about even with the manning thing uh-huh. 
no matter what, no matter what you think you are or whatever you do, that you're you're still Nick Bargetzi. <laughs> and it's like that's what I would tell even every when you're number one on the list. Even when you're number one on the list, I would tell every comic that you're still gonna be Nick Bar you're just you're always gonna be Nick Bargetzi. People, <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> whatever you do, how much you you know, you gotta just put in the work and and you just know you're doing a good job and know mm-hmm. like keep moving forward and keep plugging away. But it just doesn't matter. It can go into that high of a thing to be, you know, your number one host <laughs> SNL as a comic, like all this stuff, you know, and then just be like, and they're like, yeah, dude, you stole the whole season with how great you were, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> you're always, you're just always going to be, no one cares. Uh-huh. And you just got to go. And you're doing it for the audience. The audience is what cares. I mean, it's a very nice. The guy obviously cares, but it's like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, they don't. Yeah. I, I think it's a good name, you know? Yeah. I've been Nick a bunch. Take that K off, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I go by Mick, you know? Yeah. Actually, oh, yeah, that's, that's true. How I you're Mick. Yeah, yeah. From the podcast, fans of the podcast, I will be in, like, people will say Mick. And I'm like, okay, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, it still happens because I say my name and people hear Mick. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. It's like a I would say any comics listening this too, like it's you got to remember that's still it, it. It just no one knows what you do. Like I think comics think when they put out a CD and then they think I got to come up with a new one and all this stuff. And you're like, no one's heard your CD when you go do it. When you go do a show, a local show, no one's heard your set. Go murder on that show. Uh you think, well, I mean, you know, these comics in the back of the room were there last week. Just destroy for the audience. Just do everything for the audience. If it's all comments, you're open mics. I understand that you're kind of like trying to come up with some new jokes and open mics. It's the same. But even in open mics, no one remembers what you said last week. They don't. They just can't. They can't remember it. They don't remember it. They don't remember anything. And it's, you know, and so there's a lot of times you can instead of sitting and trying to learn how to make something great, it's like you're just doing kind of a quantity over quality thing and you're just trying to pump out a bunch of stuff. Nobody knows what you have done at all. I could probably go do a lot of, I mean, the the people that are real fans and following for a long time, I, I mean, you know, I've, I've had it where I've closed on the my baseball, the third, the triple uh, home run off and inside the park home run. I've closed on that in arenas, and it destroys. And, yeah, I would say some people know that. That's a joke from full-time magic. Most people, they, and yeah. they, they've they never heard me tell mm-hmm. that joke. Mm-hmm. I would say a good majority of them I don't know because it's just an old kind of thing. And you can't be offended by that. You know, it's like that's just how it is. It's like, why, why would they know everything, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so, yeah. All right. Yeah, Man and cast. I feel like you've been doing uh, great for so long because you have. But it's when I see these comments, a lot of times people say, "I learned about Nate after the Tennessee Kid," or even sometimes even later than that. Oh, a lot of SNL was. Yeah, and it's SNL just amazing. Was a big to me. Thing. I've never seen this guy, but uh, you know, it's yeah, it's it's you know that's the and that's the interesting part is because you can be, you know, I mean. Like I said, we're going at the tickets. I know I talked about last week, but it's like you can be selling 50,000 tickets 
And then you just can have that person write that article. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, and they go, Nick Bargatze. And they would be like, they probably are like, I'm a big fan. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not, uh-huh. well, I'm not mad at that guy for, no, for doing course, that. Of course not. It's like whatever reason they just thought, you know, it was Nick or, you know, just whatever. But yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't matter. That's like you go do that mannequin. Yeah, they don't know. They don't know what I do. Mm-hmm. They don't know at all. They know he hosted SNL. He got probably told, you know, their producers like, yo, this guy's kind of hot right now. He's at SNL. He did game day. Like, he'd be mm-hmm. fun to have on. They have me. They don't know who I am. They don't know anything. They reading, you know, and so then it, and you, so that, but that's the part that's my fault that I got to go. I got to be like, all right. They don't know me at all. I need to be really in control of this interview because I know they don't, and I wasn't. And then that's why it ends up not being as good. The other thing I've noticed is how quickly people, it they just, they've gotten, not gotten over how big you've gotten, but it's just so hard to, after SNL, which impressed everybody, like you done game day, which was a huge deal to me. Mm. You did uh, the Manning cast, which huge deal. And I'll tell my friends and they're like, Oh, that's cool. Like to me, I'm like, why wouldn't everybody watch this? But they just quickly, like you get to a certain status and it takes so much to impress people. Yeah. Well, that's the, and that's my idea with when you're creating, if you're creating stuff small, like that's the online stuff. So, when you're seeing comics do like all these like uh the crowd work stuff like that you're creating these small things that everybody's like oh yeah i saw that one i've seen a bunch of those and i like that person and it's funny but it's it's not a substantial kind of thing that they can go back to like the specials i people can go back to them they can watch them they can go back to them they can do this a podcast essentially they could probably go back to and all i was thinking about that today like you know we do the best of every year like mm-hmm. people really like that uh-huh. and they look forward to that and you're kind of like a tv show that's like you know what you're just doing you know you're putting it in and the best of and people go through it and they just enjoy it and that's why creating something is, is is you want it to be substantial and you want it to be able to stand that's the goal with nate land is to be able to eventually <clears throat> create all this stuff uh with content and whatever that's you know some of it yeah, I don't. I don't really know what it's going to end up being, but it's, it's. You just don't want to put so much effort into. It takes a lot of effort to create something, and when you're creating something that's just going to get scrolled by for two seconds, I don't know if that's worth your time. That's that's because the, then, it's when they come see you. It's like when they come finally go like, all right, I've been scrolling. I'm in. What do you got? And then a lot of times people don't have a ton to put behind it because they, because that takes too much effort to put, do that stuff. Yeah. And so you're not doing this. You know, I thought another thing tell you if you're young comics, because a big thing is like a lot of people say, what do you got to do first when you do comedy, like start a show, run a show. I disagree with that. You, if you learn how, if you, if your first thing as a comic is really learning how to run a show and trying to get people into a show, that's not a, I just don't think it's it depending on what you want to do. But if you're looking to be a straight up stand up comedian, I don't think that's a good path to go down. I, I, I don't think it builds the right 
you when at the beginning you need to be so absorbing and you don't need to be the star of something and you're kind of the star of something because you're the star of a show even though it's a very small scale but you now move up from no one knows you to like now every comic's like well we got to get on that show and then you got to run that show so you got to probably host that show mm-hmm. it just builds you have a, w- a lot more stuff to build some bad habits comes from that you got the pressure of every week like i gotta go get all these people to come into this show i gotta get all the you know i gotta book all these comics i don't think that provides you at if you're at the beginning that shouldn't be your first oh it guarantees you stage time though that's why people do that it, at an early level. i don't think it's good stage time i think it's i don't i don't think it's the best stage time for you and you should figure out how to get on other people's shows that's the part I understand the entrepreneur part of it to be like, go create. And that's another, like, you need to be able to work within a system. There's a giant system, right? So wherever I'm at in my career, I, I can think I'm the biggest person or whatever. And then I go do Manning Cast. Nobody knows who I am. I do SNL. No one knows, right? So you got to learn that, like, you go, oh, okay. Like, I think I'm could be something, but I've, there's no, I can't have an ego in this because I, there's another level where I am just, they're like, who, who are you? I, I mean, I see these arenas. I see names that I don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. And the guy's doing two shows too. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, I've never even heard of that guy. Mm-hmm. Well, he's doing two arenas. It, like, it, it doesn't mean, you know, it's like, so if I want to go farther then I have to understand that I have to go work and I got to build my thing. And I'm realizing like, look, I, I have this thing, but you know, it's like, yeah, if I did a TV show or a movie, just like SNL, you go, you get a little more into that mainstream and a little more into that celebrity kind of thing or whatever, which I might need to do for, if I want to, you know, rise everything up, I might need to, I still have ways to go that I need to do this so I can then pull other things up because it's hard to do it. And it's a matter of like, how do you want to do it? And I think when comics, so when you start out, you know, I understand that you're, you're in cities, maybe you're in a town that doesn't have anything. Like I, I understand you might have to do it in those situations. I'm not, there's either right or wrong way, but, uh, I, I, you know, if you're in a move to a town that has some, you could, you know, if you have to start a show in a small town, because mm-hmm. you literally, there's nothing to do. I understand that. But you then eventually need to move somewhere. Don't just sit there and start a show. Maybe that's what I'm saying. Don't sit and start a show. Then you're just like, that's your life. Mm-hmm. Start it for however long you got to start it. And then you need to go try to get on other people's shows. And you shouldn't be getting on the shows just because you're giving each other stage time. Cause that's not an honest trade. It's not a, you're, you're not getting something out of your pure talent. So then if you get that, you're never having to work on your pure talent. Cause you're not getting it. That that's, you're not, you know, no one's like, well, I gotta have this guy on the show. Cause he murders. I gotta have this guy on the show because he has another show. Yeah. And I do his show. New York started becoming when I, right before I left, it was becoming that a lot mm-hmm. where it was like, you know, everybody's getting on these shows. Spot and it's like, trading. It's called. Yeah. 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 So everybody's. And so it's pretty hard to get on shows because if you're not in that system and running a show, well, then you're out of the system. And then, and so you, the other comics don't get up, you know, and they start their own shows. And then, I mean, know, essentially, yeah. but then it doesn't do, I mean, that's not helping anybody. 
it can seem like it because you're getting stage time. But that's how stage time, if the stage time is not earned, then you're not going to go be very precious about that stage time. And you need to be precious. Like when you're on stage in front of an audience, I don't care if it's six people, you should be trying to do the best job for those six people. Mm -hmm. And if, if you're getting on stage easily because you're just trading off shows, you, that stage is not as precious as it should be in your head. And then you just go, that's the problem with the crowd work stuff. I mean, they're having to shoot a bunch of stuff to get these clips. The crowd work, no one can just be, I mean, Ian Bag does a great job of it because he's been doing it for years. And I would say, so like Ian Bag does all crowd work. And I believe that Ian Bag does a great job with Steve Byrne does it too. We just went Steve Byrne's show. When you watch Steve Byrne's show with crowd work, he's destroying the whole, it's, it's, he goes back and forth. He has been doing comedy for over 20 years. Both of them have. So they know how to be on stage and like all that and, and to carry a show. And the younger is, and I'm not talking about anybody specifically. This is just a vibe of comedy, the way it's going. It's But the younger way is, you know, like they haven't been on stage that long. They haven't been doing comedy. You can think you're doing comedy eight years. That's nothing. Mm -hmm. That's nothing. I promise you it's nothing. It's a lot for where you're at right now, but you're nowhere. I'm at 20 years. I'm nowhere. Guys have been doing it for 45 years. You guys have been, I mean, I'm not saying I'm nowhere, but it's like, you know what I mean? Like, but it's. It's, I'm still learning. I'm yeah. still having to go. When I go on stage, I still have to learn every night. That's why I, I'm so excited about it. Because now I'm like trying to be like, all right, well, how do I go to a newer level? How do I keep like going forward? That's the fun part of, it. you know, and with comedy, you can do this for as long as you, you can do it until you feel satisfied. Until you go, you know what? I'm, maybe you get older and you just go like, it's a lot. It's hard. But you've always loved comedy, too. Yeah. Doing it, watching it, everything about it. I mean, who would watch these comics? You know, Bill Burr, Chappelle. And, and I feel like you've always loved it. I've loved it. Well, I, I think it's just such a fun. It's just, I mean, man, it's, I mean, making that many people laugh and, you know, and doing it in a, you got to create that world. And so the whole time you're, it's, it's, you're basically making a movie that takes 20 years to make. So when people go watch you, you I got to figure out who I am as a character and I got to, not as a character, I'm myself, but you know, it's like getting my groove and, uh, you know, tell these stories and building this world. And this new hour is like very fun. Cause it all kind of blends, you know, I'm trying to, you know, and I want to be murdered. I want people to be like, their their stomach hurts they're laughing sore and it's you know mm -hmm. consistent and you i think you can that's very fun and exciting to do and it takes a long time to build up to that and if you have an act if you can i i mean when I, I i just being around the older comics there's there's a lot of older comics that maybe people are not where they want to be or they thought they, their careers could have been but the ones that have an act you will be able to do comedy the rest of your life because you have something that you can sit on and rely on. And so if you get need to be hired for a cruise ship or a corporate gig or if anything, you know, I have, I'm sitting on a house that is built. Yeah. A solid house. Right. I right. know this house over here looks fun and flashy and that's the parties at that house uh -huh. and everything's fun at that house. Yeah. 
that house can't stand forever. Yeah, there's there's black mold. There's bl- it. <laughs> yeah, it's or yeah, it's built on glass. It's yeah. built on. But it, I, if you just sit in the weeds of it and just my house is going to be built on concrete mm-hmm. and it's not going to go away. It's 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 not as it, it, the ride will be as the ride is funner than you you ever can imagine it can be. It just is not going to be as fast. And so, like that's the thing is that when you're a young comic, it's when you go on that stage. Every time you go on that stage, that really that is you should that matters. It's not always going to be great. It's not always going to be fun. It's not going to go good. But it, you should be on it so much, and you should be. When you get done, you know, it's like, all right, well, I tried this joke out. And you go, okay, I know what this did. This didn't work. All right, all right, let me mess with, let me think about that joke. And then you just think about it and just think about, what can I do? Can I put it? It's not like I'm even, I don't ever sit down and write. You just, you, but I mean, I think of 24 hours, you just kind of going, I just, that's why I can't remember my old jokes. Because when I'm in the new jokes, it's like, I'm thinking about the set and whatever. If you're a young comic, try to build a Tonight Show set. That's almost a good, even if you're just starting, if you're starting, that's probably the best thing. Just picture you're, if you're starting from zero, you might not get this. You might never be on tonight show or you might be on it in five years or you might be on a, but I had build a set for a five minute set. Think about that. Mm-hmm. And that gives you direction to go like, all right, if you got asked to do the tonight show, what set would you do? And even if you have an hour, of material, or you think you have an hour of material. And I said, you got to do five minutes. What are you going to do? How are you going to do that? How are you going to, because you know, you have jokes in your head that you, you would go, Oh, I'm yeah, I would do this one, that one. That. And so you would easily pull stuff. Yeah. Well then what does that say about all those other jokes? That means those other jokes maybe need some work, you know, mm-hmm. and I, they might not fit for whatever reason, or they might be too long. There, there could be a million things, but you know, it was interesting this hour. I closed on three different, I've closed on three different jokes a few times. And I, it's been kind of fun to do that because it's now I'm like, oh, wow, I have three jokes in this hour that have closing energy because yeah. I've had to close on them. Yeah. yeah. Put a joke at the end and have to close on it. Uh-huh. You're going to find some real, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you yeah. know, yeah, you're going to, it's, it's real. Uh-huh. Try to, like, if you, you know, it's it's hard. I mean, I, I I did a video of it. I messed up where I tried thought I could close on a new thing and it didn't go good. And I had to do an old joke. Yeah, <laughs> try to close on a joke. It's I mean, it's in, it's interesting. We can skip that last question and get into it. Uh, well, uh, I'll, I'll I'll put it in a future episode. Okay. Uh, you want to tell us about AG one? AG one. Uh, I've been you know this has been a. Uh, oh, I mean, sorry. Huh? I'm, yeah, you're good. Just go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Good. Just get out of here, Nick. See you, Nick. Drinking too much AG1. No, on. Testaments is not open. Let's rumble. That's different than the one. Was that yeah. the same thing? I guess every button has different. Yeah. Folks. If you're a big Dateland fan, you know that we have been drinking AG1 for a couple of years now. It is great. The vitamins, everything's in it. You just drink it. You're not taking a ton of pills. Uh, it's not going crazy. It's, AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization. I think that stuff really, the gut stuff is probably, it's it's for real. And it's something that 
I don't pay attention we to. We got to optimize it. But yeah, I think my gut is not good. Stress, stress management and Im- immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously re- refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to, evalu- uh, to elevate your baseline health. Uh, we travel a lot. So we they use the, like we have the single serving travel packs. Uh, so you never have to miss a day on the road. It's like super easy. Just put it in there. You can get free monthly delivery to make it even easier. Uh, I replaced uh, my multivitamin with AG1. Uh, just one scoop. Uh, it's got it's it's the best. AG1 is the supplement we trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why they've been a partner of Nate Land for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to, go to drinkag1.com slash Nate. That's drinkag1.com slash Nate. Check it out. Mm. By the way, this in this birthday, uh, I mean birthday, this episode comes out December 20th. It is my wife's birthday. Happy birthday, Laura. Uh, happy birthday happy. to Laura. Happy birthday. It is her birthday. We're having a wonderful day. Uh, we have some, I had some, some fun stuff planned. Laura does a, you know, she, Laura does an amazing job. She runs this stuff as much as, you know, it, that's a wonderful thing that she'd been here before any, before I ever got into comedy Mm -hmm. from the get go, you know, uh, the Bargetzis, you know, we're not the easiest family just to jump in with. (laughs) Bates gets it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. We are a lot. And she's always, uh, she's done it. She's been there. You know, she's a uh, wonderful wife, wonderful mother. And, uh, yeah, and as to, like, lets me, you know, I get fired up about something like that Manning cast. Don't worry, she's already heard everything. <laughs> Imagine you listen to that Manning cast. That's what, If you want to be like, what being married to mm-hmm. Nate's like? Mm-hmm. You have that Manning cast, but you have it at 12 at midnight. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I wake up. I'm so upset about this thing <laughs> and I can't let it go. That's what it is being married, but I'm fortunate and happy birthday to you. I mean, I feel that way about my mm. wife because of the Bargatzis. I've said yeah. that before. The first time I ever told my wife I loved her was after leaving a Bargatzi family party because she hung in there and I'm like, you can do that. <laughs> you can do that. You're the one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the show. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this week we're talking about Christmas traditions. Right. It's our Christmas episode. It's also Festivus, of course. Happy Festivus, everyone. Happy um, Festivus. Now, I told Nick, I said, we're going to do a Christmas tradition uh, episode. He's like, you know, I've been in a lot of Christmas movies. <laughs> so I went on last night doing some searching. And I didn't want to stereotype, but when I was going through the scenes, you know, I tended to stop on the Christmas. He didn't tell me what role he was playing, yeah. but I kind of had a vibe, maybe what he was doing. So <laughs> that's the only one I could actually find. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, so look I, at that hair, dude. I Remember know. that hair? I used, great to have, hair? I used to have long hair. So I've been in the Santa Buddies trilogy. Yeah. So three <laughs> movies um, that play all the time during free form. So, yeah, I mean, I get recognized all the time from being in these movies. Kids see them all the time. They're yeah. fun. I played an elf, 
But it was a fun. But this is movie. like right now is a hot season for you. You're yeah. just on TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right I now. am literally. If you watch Freeform the Countdown to Christmas, I am on all the time. <laughs> you should have been yeah. on the main cast. And they the funny, probably know you. The funny thing too about it too is see I've if been, you look at what's airing on Freeform right I now. I mean, you're if you look up Santa Buddies, search for Santa Paws. Santa Paws yeah. too. You know, I'm on Puppy Star Christmas. You know, Netflix. It doesn't like all over yeah. Disney Plus. All these things. But, you know, I had such a great time doing these movies. These movies, it's like Hallmark movies. There's always like there's similar themes that end up happening. We need to save Christmas. There's a Christmas icicle we've got to protect and Santa Claus. And I'm always like the sort of the lieutenant. I'm like, right away, boss. I got (laughs) you, boss. I'm like, the you know, and just all that. But you know what? We had such a great time with Charlie's movies in Vancouver. There was a community, too, of other elves. So there was like subculture. <laughs> and I think some of these guys were kind of mad that I got flown into Canada and I had like a featured role. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. we're all like kind of become friends and like family. But it, it is kind of you're, you're separated. Like you remember from from SNL, yeah. you know, you're you, they just have to do it's part of the union. So they call you in first team coming in. And then all of a sudden, you know, the people are kind of like, who is this guy just coming in yeah. to say these Comes lines? coming in late and it was you know there's subcultures too there was one elf that literally we call the marble elf because every time we would yell cut you know <laughs> he would just be smoking cigarettes and, <laughs> and he had his, his like you know shoes santa. on it was like real bad santa We're like yeah. oh, what's for dinner today you know yeah, yeah. he had the great smoker voice but he smoked inside uh it was like he would smoke outside but the smoke would come inside yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 and then it would be you know because there's always mist and all that stuff but i i had so much fun doing those movies yeah it's great that's awesome and they just stay they stay forever and you know what kids love it you know just like what we were saying too about you know everything doesn't have to solve a problem these are just fun easy movies you know yeah. there's santa claus i'm gonna throw a couple lines in you know here or there and yeah. honestly the dogs are the stars of the movie yeah everybody yeah. else is kind of background the yeah. dogs talk yeah you know airbud franchise and they play in every country because of that they can Are these change. dogs the big divas that i've read about <laughs> they're what's what's wild too is certain dogs they're the best trained dogs in the world so literally you're talking about giant sound stages where they film you know big avatar things like that you could this one dog knows how to hit its mark about a mile away will run and just turn around and flip and just go and just bark on camera and then they cgi his mouth and i was like man that's crazy i'm like i don't know where i'm going you know my eyesight's terrible i'm trying to hit a mark so i'm like (laughs) yeah where is that mark where is it and this dog is like a mile and a half and just knows exactly where to be how close are you to a mark before you see it uh you know i i never see it i just (laughs) hope i'm in that that ballpark yeah i just hope that you know, speaking to of Christmas traditions, um, you know, I s- stayed at Nate's last night and his neighborhood has great, you know, lights everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, hey, I want to take a little bike ride. I want to roll around the neighborhood because I bring my bike with me while I'm on tour because the arenas are giant. Yeah, it's just hard for me to get around. So I went for a little ride around the neighborhood. I want to see the lights and I it was freezing last night. So I have my jacket on. And I have just the my hood on, too, because my ears are cold. And I'm just riding my bike in the neighborhood. And I hear this car going really fast. So I just kind of move to the right. And it slows down a little bit. And so now I'm just like, well, let me just get off the bike. And the lady is now, like, she's still pulling up closer and closer. And she just goes, are you all right? And 
she thought I was a kid, you know, yeah. because of like the setup with everything. And I just turn around, I'm like, I'm fine, you know. I mean, I didn't say it like that. I just was like, oh, I'm good, you know. Yeah, but yeah. she, like, uh, she was so shocked. Uh-huh. And it wasn't like, hey, like, I'm going to just hide and never see this guy again. She pulls into the neighborhood. Yeah. And so it's like, I'm going to see her at some point, yeah. you know. And I was just like, look, it's fine. You know, I'm, uh. I, I'm not awkward about it. But I couldn't stop laughing because I was like, it's so funny. And I, I did it to myself. Yeah, yeah. I have the hood on. I'm in this, you know, my bicycle has high handlebars. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it it, it looked, you know, I get it. It's yeah. not like a crazy <laughs> thing. It's very sweetheart. Check on you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Smoking a cigarette. Hey, you have a cigarette? <laughs> I just turned into Marlboro Elf. Yeah. yeah. I'm good, sweetheart. <laughs> How are you doing? How you doing, toots? Yeah. yeah. You just take it. There, uh, that's take it Seinfeld when he goes, when uh, Mickey? Mickey? Yeah, Mickey lays in the bed. Good D- night. Danny Woodburn is yeah. also in all that, you know, Santa Buddies yeah. trilogy. Yeah, you're friends with him. He's one of my best friends, yeah. and we've filmed so many times together. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Now, were you on some SNLs, too? SNL? I did. I tried to find it because Peacock has all the SNLs. Elijah Woods. Yeah. So actually, and Jimmy Fallon is how I got into Screen Actors Guild. So I was in a sketch where uh, it was called Top of the Morning to You. And Jimmy Fallon plays an Irish guy with somebody else. And they go, Top of the Morning to you. Top of the Morning to you. And there's a, a point where they go, whatever you do, don't call Alfie over there a leprechaun. And I'm just drinking a beer in the bar. And they're just like, maybe, you know, like I'd be sensitive to it. And they were like, you could just be mad about it while you're drinking the beer. Now, this is the first time I've ever done anything. So I am so fired up about this. I'm like, this moment needs to change my life. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, whatever you do, don't call Alfie a leprechaun. And I got the beer in my mouth. I go, I just spit it. You know, <laughs> it hits Jimmy in the face. It hits all these things. He starts laughing. It gets like a huge moment. But now they all have beer on them. And it's like completely not what you're supposed yeah. to be doing in the scene. And they were was like, Was this a rehearsal? This was the, yeah, the, the one right before the dress the rehearsal, rehearsal. The dress yeah. rehearsal. So uh, they go, That was great. Uh, just don't spit on anybody. Uh, Is this it? It's, uh, I think so. Yeah. I don't know. It's Top of the morning to you. There's a, there's a moment. No, th- I mean, I think they're just, they're, I'll keep looking. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. There's it's Selma Hayek was the was the host. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, the one that I found, well, I didn't, I couldn't find the clip. But did you do one where Elijah Woods was the was the host? I did like four. Yeah. Um, but I a lot of times, you know, they would do like pre tapes, and yeah. I got cut out of a couple of them. Uh-huh. So Jimmy asked, actually had me come back to the next year to do another, and I was so excited, and I was gonna have a line. They cut it, and I didn't. Uh-huh. You know what? Uh, how much what is you what have you been cut out of that's like was there anything crazy that you're uh well i've been yeah i mean i was supposed to be in a movie like uh that it was going to be kate hudson and like i hired to be in yeah, it Yeah, i remember this and then literally i'm like telling everybody yeah. i tell my mom she's yeah. like crying she's like oh, i'm so proud so before i even go they replace me and peter dinklage ends yeah. up playing that part mm, yeah so well, like things what like movie that was that Game of Thrones. I, it, yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. Game of Thrones. Uh, I think it was called A Little Bit of Heaven. Yeah. And I don't even know. I think they changed the title. Yeah. But uh, yeah. No, so I've had a bunch of stuff. Like but the crazier thing is I've been in certain TV shows and you do all these different extra bits and they're like, we're keeping all that. And and you start telling people you put it online and everything's gone. 
and there's just you're just like what's up and that's yeah. all that's like. yeah. <laughs> just because there, there's timing and everything too just like it all goes back to the manning cast you yeah. never know you're part of it unless it's you're the main character you're part of that scene for other people yeah so you have to keep the storyline going so <laughs> that's the kind of wild thing too is that you just never know what you're going to get cut out of yeah and you i mean it, and it really even could be something great but it doesn't matter it's like well we have to cut you know, SNL's like that. I mean, SNL was, you could have a sketch. It's like, well, this is a funny sketch. And you're like, it just doesn't fit with what we're trying to do right now. And so it's just not going to happen. Or if you just end up looking too much like somebody else, there's certain parts too, yeah. where it's like, you know, if you if there's already somebody that looks exactly like you, even in with little people and mm -hmm. certain things, like, they're just like, we already have somebody that looks like that. I'm like, I'm three foot ten. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, but we already got somebody 3'11. And you're like, uh, really? yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, Peacock doesn't put the whole yeah, episode yeah, on yeah. there. Because I the oh, ones I started looked through it. Not yeah. that episode, but I looked through the other one with Lodger Woods and yeah. that particular sketch what didn't look like it made it. Oh, bummer. That is a bummer. Yeah. I mean, I just saw you. Go through it and I yeah. seen him get cut in real time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cut out of this episode. <laughs> but yeah. I went down a real no Nick Novicki rabbit hole last night. I was up so late working on this, but I kept watching his clips. He's got some impressive stuff, like from Boardwalk Empire. And yeah, there's one scene where you're killing a guy, just stabbing him, and <laughs> one scene where you got shot by a gun. And, yeah, uh, I've, I've got been, some range. I've been murdered. You know, I've I've killed. You know, I've done it all. Done it all. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Are you, disappointed when you realize you're being killed uh no because i think it's like you know you kind of want like a memorable thing yeah you know yeah i think uh but it means you're done yeah i mean honestly i wish i got killed on boardwalk empire that'd be awesome yeah. to be like you know instead you're just like yeah we're just not gonna at one time i was supposed to be shot in it and i was so excited and yeah. then they're like hey we're gonna have to cut that you getting shot thing i'm like gosh you know because it's yeah. like it would have been fun you know to yeah, be yeah. in that and yeah. But that's the kind of crazy thing, too, because you're always you're always still doing other stuff, you know, at the same time. So you have other jobs, you have other things. I've had the craziest jobs, you know, in the world mm -hmm. throughout all of this. And it's fine. You know, you're just always in that spot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So Christmas. Um, are you guys gift wise Christmas morning, Christmas night, Christmas Eve? What do we do? We, uh, I feel like I asked this morning. before, but... Oh, we do Santa, the Santa. Yeah, I think... Have we talked about it? It's like Santa three years ago. Yeah, we have... You know, Santa does something different for everybody. Uh, Santa brings... Would always bring us three presents unwrapped, and we would see those, and then we would do... We'd do the wrapped presents from family later, like after breakfast. Was there any semblance behind the three presents? Or just something y'all came up with? I was like, is it like the wise man or something? Yeah. No, I don't know. Just what Santa does. But that was yeah. all Christmas morning. Yeah. Yeah. And then later. I mean, sometimes you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's always Christmas. Yeah. And then later that day, you unwrap from family. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Mm -hmm. We would do, we'd open one present Christmas Eve. We get to pick it. Yeah. Oh, and then we do that, but it'd always be a game. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, we would just go whatever whatever you're most excited about. That's right. the one you want to open Christmas Eve. Mm. And that was probably just to my parents to just get us to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Yapping. You know. But then yeah, Christmas morning is when we we go to mass Christmas morning. I think well, when we when will we go to church? We go to church at some point. When the kids got older, we'd go to midnight mass. Mm -hmm. Go to church at midnight. But I know we weren't doing that when we were kids. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe we open up presents early enough and then go to church later. Yeah. But I don't remember. I don't have memory. You're not that old. You should be able to remember this. <laughs> I know, but I don't it's remember like, like five years ago. Maybe it's a reflection of me, but I don't remember church being a big part of my Christmas mornings. Yeah. You know, I feel like we just. Was midnight mass fun though? Because you got to stay up so late? No. Even if it was mass, or at least you're getting to. Uh, I've never really had fun at mass, to be honest with you. Yeah. That's not what it's about. But <laughs> I don't. I don't know. By the time you're old enough to be brought, you're not like this is cool. You're like I'd rather be at home. The spirit yeah. of Christmas yeah. over here. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. That's what it's all about. You know. He's like, I'm just in it for the toys, yeah. <laughs> Mister Scrooge. What about you, Nick? Uh, we would do Christmas. Uh, we'd be big Christmas Eve party. My mom would throw. Yeah, and so we would have like a whole. Uh, you know, party where there's like little gifts that we give and there's like, you know, swimming shoes that are like dirty that end up everybody wants to re-gift it because that's like the fun prank gift. And then everybody actually smokes cigars after too. Oh, yeah. So that's oh, like that's a, my, my great grandfather smoked cigars too. He was 104. Wow. wow. So it was like a tradition. I got to smoke a cigar when I was like, 13. Yeah, like, yeah, that a good idea. Yeah. I was like, Poppy smoked, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but Did we you ever smoke with him? Ah, no. Yeah. I wish. He he died when I was like 12, but oh, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. You know, he literally was born, I think, in 1880s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 60 Does years that after make Noah. Sense? 60, <laughs> yeah. 60 Noah was, yeah, 60 years old. Yeah. The national, worked not, for Noah had not a Noah's Ark, the National Oceanic Atmospheric Association, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Just they last. got started, so he would have been. <laughs> he would have been the. He goes, yeah, they've been around for a long time. <laughs> yeah, that, he would have said that at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Well, they did a poll of American families. Eighteen percent open on Christmas Eve. Thirty-one percent before breakfast. Um, there's the sixteen percent after breakfast. Oh. Dude, imagine having kids and you wake up and they, you know, they run down to the presents and you go, nope, we're going to eat breakfast first. Yeah. That's probably, it probably breaks down. Yeah, we would do it, but that's why we, we, we would use Santa's toys. Yeah. And then Santa's toys would be unwrapped so you can play with it. Then the other ones you do it later. But Christmas Eve, who's opening on Christmas Eve? Yeah, that's, that's pretty bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, I'm having flashbacks. I feel like I remember you saying this three years ago. You're very consistent. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's how my mom's family did it growing up. Yeah. My mom's family, Santa Claus would come on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And then they'd open the presents Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Day itself was all about church. Mm. Yeah. So the presents and everything was the day before. I don't know if that's what 18%. I mean, it's a fifth of people do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's it also, pretty that's a lot to throw on Santa. It depends. I know, Like, right? Santa's got 18% of people that he's like, <laughs> oh, uh-huh. golly. And they're like, can we get him a day early? Like, oh. That's true. I feel like this poll also depends on how old your kids are. Because all the Has presents to. are, are oh, yeah. right away in the morning. Like, mm-hmm. you're, it's tough to get, like, a six-year-old. Hey, just wait. We we're, we got this ham we're going to make. It's going to be three <laughs> hours. Yeah. I think Aaron just made that point, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the day before. So yeah. I feel like I'm going this all right, spirit of Christmas over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was there structure to you guys opening presents as kids or was it just chaos? Everybody. I did think it? we did. Is you do one at a time yeah. and you go like ascending. We do that now. So I, mean, I think so. Yeah. Surprise me. I feel like the Bargatzis would be chaos. We're chaos. Uh, but now it's a. Now, you know, so we do the kids right now. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm going off now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't really remember. 
but it's like we would do it uh yeah you just go in an order and everybody Mm -hmm. you know it's like i think we would do youngest so you do youngest to oldest kid yeah and then but it's like one present at a time and the whole family's watching it happen right i remember watching a christmas story as a kid Mm. and they wake up they run downstairs and it's just they're just going yeah, at it. And you're like, what family operates like that? Maybe some. I don't know. Yeah. I've never seen one like that. Would your dad also we have did. a lot of Santa? So. Like, I feel like your dad also theatrical, you know, like elements or no? Like, uh, was Santa? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, I think so. I mean, I don't, you know, Santa, Santa would come, drop presents. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I think your sister was telling me that too, like there would be like lights and, you know, Santa would, you know, there was a lot going on. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever get a, or ever wish you got electric e-bike? Oh man. And thankfully I don't need the wish this year. Cause I have one. Are oh. you looking for the best gift ever this holiday? Electric e-bikes will impress even the hardest person to shop for. There are lots of e-bikes to choose from, but there's only one electric e-bike. It's the best selling e-bike in America. And for good reason, starting at just seven ninety nine. These e-bikes are affordable, plus you can get hundreds of dollars in free accessories when you purchase this holiday season at L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We love the electric e-bike, and all of you will too. I've told you all, I bring mine on the road with me sometimes. I fold it in half. It fits in the back of my car, and I don't have a huge car. But it gets Mm -hmm. compact in Mm -hmm. there. It's very nice. There are a range of customizable and adjustable e-bikes to work with whatever you need, including a cargo e-bike, the Expedition. You can even add passenger accessories to certain models. They cost way less than the competition. And like I said, they're foldable and they ship free and they have the best customer service of any company that I've ever worked with. Get hundreds of dollars in free accessories with any electric e-bike purchase this holiday, including America's best-selling e-bike, the XP 3.0. Visit electricebikes.com to find the electric model for you. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com they are awesome yeah they are awesome they're very fun what about christmas trees artificial or fake i think i I mean it's the same thing artificial or real (laughs) i've never had a fake one we've never had a fake one never had a fake i don't think i've ever had a real tree we've ever had a real i've never had a real i haven't had my own tree in my adult life Mm -hmm. i'm just going off like what we had growing up but yeah. I've never, I feel like if I were to get a tree now, I'd just get a fake one just because uh, it's so much easier. It's, but as a kid, we always had, I remember it was a problem. It's the vibe you're dripping kind of giving out now. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? It's just, you know, it's fake, the fake, least amount of work. You go, you go, yeah, you go, yeah we ain't going to do that. No, yeah, we're not going to do it. It's about well, now, thing. yeah, now you can do it where, I mean, it always has lights on it and everything. We have that now. Oh, well, isn't that part of the fun is decorating it together as a family? Yeah, you decorate with ornaments. The lights oh. are just already kind of. I thought the lights was part of it, too. It it the was, olive. but it's just, yeah, it's a lot. We had uh, We had a real tree. <laughs> when we were growing up and my brother had asthma. So they had to take down the tree. Like the night before Christmas, he had like an asthma. So we went like regular. You had a reaction to the tree? Totally the night before Christmas. Christmas is canceled. You were the Festivus. I went to buy a doll for my son. I reached for the last one they had. But so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. Out of that. A new holiday was born. A festivus for the rest of us. There 
it is. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it must have been some doll. She was. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think I was about to ask you something. So you removed the tree on Christmas Eve. So it, it had to get removed. My brother's seven years older, so I was really young. But yeah, yeah apparently I was upset about it. From too. the tree? From, from the regular tree. Uh-huh. So then we went back to artificial. So now I'm like, I get a real tree every year. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do. I love it. I go pick it out. Just so your brother can't come over? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my brother, I'm like, listen, he can't go. It's the best, though, to pick out a tree. You go and to also, a tree farm? Go to tree, uh, like a like a like basically a parking lot that has trees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I live in L.A. Like, I feel like quite a commute, but uh, it's awesome. You pick it out, and you are you have to just look at each tree and be like, does this one look like it's going to die before this one? I have to uh-huh. ask them, you know? And yeah. Charlie like, Brown Christmas. They're all great. That one, not so much, though. The, you know, and is there no party that wants to get kind of the beaten down one and just go, let's get this? Yeah, Charlie you know Brown. I mean? Yeah. There's none the of that. One. There's none of that in you? It's also oh, very yeah. funny, like, too, because it goes by if it's five foot or under, it's a certain price. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if it's so, you know, you're tipping the the guys to be like. Well, that one's about four or <laughs> yeah. seven, right? Uh-huh. And, and I'm three ten. It's like it's just so much bigger than me. I'm like, no, no, no. With it, you know, because if you tip them, and they all know yeah. me too from the year before, I'm a good tipper. Uh-huh. And so, you know, it's I got a whole thing. What did you give them? Twenty bucks? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. but <laughs> no, that's good. On I a sixty dollar like, tree, you know, that's, it's a that's a giant tip. I yeah. didn't. I didn't know if you're like, you, you know, you're like it's a couple of bucks. Yeah, because you give them two dollars and go. I think this tree's four eleven. Now well, load it up for me. They yeah. got to do a little bit more work for me than they do for other people yeah. too, because they're carrying the tree, they're putting it in the car. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, how do you get it in? We just throw it in, so it's like sticking out. You know, I know, but how do you front. get in your house? Somebody else off the street, you know, bring them in. Yeah, a neighbor, or somebody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, can you imagine just around Christmas? It's like, <laughs> don't go get near the no Vicky's. Like, why? You won't believe what you're gonna. Yeah, you're gonna. He wants a real tree. He wants a real tree every year, so he comes in, and the whole neighborhood's got to carry it in. It's a tradition. It's a yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a tradition for your neighbors. So most real Christmas trees come from. Two states. You want to guess what the number one Vermont. state is? Oregon and Washington. Uh, I don't think I care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So got Verm- one vote for Vermont, one yes. Oregon, Washington, one for I don't care. Uh, Nick's correct. Oregon, Yay. Washington. Yeah, I'm in the tree business. Yeah. Yeah. I've, been, I've worked in a lot of fields. Hallmark, you see, like those are the movies where you see them. They go get a tree. They go get like cut one day. It's like someone's own land, and mm-hmm. they're like this is in their, in their. I mean, they, it seems like they're thirty miles out in the mountains, and you're like, that would be a nightmare. Mm. I think uh, on the East Coast, North Carolina is one of the big trees. You sent me a link to this study. Oh yeah, from Michigan from, State University. From Michigan State. You know, this is what Michigan State's doing. They're doing studies. I thought you would like this Christmas <laughs> trees, dude. Uh, which one's right for you? It kind of breaks down. From Michigan State University. Yeah. For the the tree. It just helps you kind of figure out department. what kind of tree fits you best. So. This is, see, this is what they're getting into at Michigan State. I think State. Douglas Fir is a popular one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have it? Good for them. You have a real, oh, you have a fake yeah, one. Yeah, they wrote, this is, they wrote. Yeah, this is a sanctioned, yeah. sanctioned. From the Department uh, of Horticulture. It's academic research. Yeah. From Michigan State. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> updated from an original article 
Yeah, they're just revamping old stuff. Yeah, yeah good. Go part. Spartans, huh? You know, somebody sent us uh, Dusty. No, I think they mailed it to us. The Christmas ornament, Nate Land Christmas yes. ornament. And I got home yesterday and put it, put on, it the on the tree. Yeah. yeah. So, Do you have a star on the top of your tree or an angel? An angel. Angel. I've never had a star. Do you, do you have anything in your house right now that's Christmas related? <laughs> we would always have an angel. I think. We got a couple things. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I have a. Do. Yeah. Well, you probably have that pole. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, I mean, Lucy is Jewish. Lucy's Jewish. Do you have a menorah? We have a menorah at the house. It's yeah. a tonica going on right now. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you kind of fit in where it's like you're not going to be a. You're fine with just. It would be great if somebody came and did it for me, but I'm not. I'm not gonna yeah. set up a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Know? Well, I mean, people do that with the lights on the house. You pay companies to come and they do that. I think I've told the story before. My dad, we did Christmas lights one year. And he left it up for probably three years. Christmas lights just at our house. I think I would do that too. Oh yeah, yeah. just like a star that he made on the roof, and uh, and he's like, I'm not going back up there. Yeah. Three years, those lights were up. <laughs> and yeah, I don't blame him. Just turn them off. Yeah. Well, you know, like they've been coming to neighborhoods, and so the companies that put these that put lights on houses, people, uh, you know, they put them on like before Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. it's they just have so many to do. But it's I don't understand why do people turn them on? You're like just don't turn them on until after Thanksgiving. Well, if, if there's so much that it's already visible either way, it's like you might as well just crank them on. No, you know, if you have, I'm with him. <laughs> no, if you I- have it. Why not? If you got a big inflatable snowman in Dude, the front it's like yard, just November seventeenth. Like I'm, it's too. I'm listening to Christmas music middle of November. Yeah, I don't know if I mind it being that early, man. It's like God forbid we have a little <laughs> holiday, you know, a little like fun and good. I'm spirits. for the yeah. It's the fun and the good spirits. It's like the Christmas. It's 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 a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. and it's just a whole. And Thanksgiving is like you're just kind of overriding. Christmas is such a bah, like in mm-hmm. your face, mm-hmm. and Thanksgiving's a little understated, and you're just crushing Thanksgiving, where you're just going, you know, it's like Thanksgiving's got to step it up. Thanksgiving's you know? not about it's about uh, giving. It's about what is it about uh, fellowship? Well, they got to sell their thankful. soul a little bit, like being Christmas thankful. did. They got to commercialize themselves a little yeah. better. They got to step. It, it goes up. from Halloween to Christmas, as far as the commercialization well yeah i mean what do you expect halloween and christmas to back down because thanksgiving is no i mean dusty doesn't even want them to exist so (laughs) we had to do this episode (laughs) dusty's out of town (laughs) (laughs) his ears are burning right now yeah uh the reason christmas trees even became a thing um legend is uh 16th century evangelist famous it's the 1500s it is martin luther not Martin Luther King, Martin Luther. The bad one. <laughs> I'm just According to the Catholics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I'm kidding. He was great. He uh, was walking through the woods, saw stars and lights, I guess from the stars, shining through a tree and brought it home and uh, started decorating the tree. Martin Luther. Uh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. He invented the Christmas That story. guy did a lot. Uh, according to this, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the guy did a lot. He yeah. didn't just break down the Catholic I Church. I never he, uh, heard that before. Yeah, uh, I never. That's I, pretty. I crazy. would have thought uh, Saint Saint Nicholas would have been the whole. You know, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he did some stuff too. But uh, anyway, and I, I learned this from Peppa Pig. Does your daughter watch Peppa Pig? Mm-mm. Does she, what does she watch? She watches Coco Melon and Miss Rachel. Yeah. Miss, Miss Rachel's on YouTube. She's like a rock star. Yeah, yeah us she's too. Got, she's got uh, an empire, huh? She, she does. Is, she does. It's unbelievable. 
Yeah. She could care less when I come in the room. I'm like, no, she's you know, she <laughs> just wants to keep going. Yeah. My daughter's the same way, even when there's no TV on. Um, <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> I wonder if they met, if she met that Rachel. Miss Rachel. Like, I would mean, they get it? Would they? They Miss Rachel will post videos sometimes of her doing stuff with other kids. When I went to New York for SNL, yeah, I was trying to tell Nor, I'm going to where Miss Rachel lives, and wouldn't that be amazing? I mean, she is a rock star. To it's it's to crazy. Kids two or three, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she she loves Miss Rachel so much. Yeah. My daughter, she just she could care less when I come in. She's just like, get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, she just. I wonder it. if the kids would probably go to her. I think they would. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because they just would feel very comfortable with her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, on Peppa Pig, which is British, um, I learned that they don't call it Santa Claus. They call him Father Christmas. In England, they call him Father <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. That was British. I don't like that. You don't like that? Father Christmas? <laughs> yeah. Gross. I also learned this, that they would call you a Clever's Clog. <laughs> you ever heard that? Oh, what? Clever's Clog. What is that? It's someone like the smart one in the group. A clever's clog? Can you Google clever's clog? Yeah, yeah, I'd be happy to. Yeah, as the clever's clog, I'd yeah. be happy to do that for I you. Think that's they right. also say Happy Christmas instead. Oh, clever of clogs! I got it. I got the clever clogs. Got it backwards. Yeah. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they said Happy Christmas. Remember Shane from the Bagot Inn? Yeah. This, this Irish, they go Happy Christmas. You know, yeah. and they instead of Merry Christmas. Yeah. It's like yeah. a little thing, but you just don't hear that. And in Hawaii, they call him Kana Kaloka. Kana, Kana, not going to work here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Office space. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they say Meli Kalaka Maka, which means Merry Christmas. I kind of butchered that. Uh, but yeah. Don Ho had a song. That. That'd be weird if you nailed it, to be honest with you. Don Ho. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that song? Uh, I don't know. Who's Don Ho? He's like a the, yeah. the only Hawaiian singer yeah, I can tell yeah, you about. Yeah, yeah. But in I mean it's in it's a very you would know the song. Yeah. I think about Christmas Vacation when Clark Griswold's looking out his window at his imaginary mm. swimming pool. Yeah. That's the song that's playing. Yeah. So do you have a favorite Christmas song that you like listening to Christmas music? Uh, I'm just down with it. I mean I, the Ariana Grande song. It's you know, I'm not I've never turned that off. <laughs> Yeah, you I don't know, think that's what people expect. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, She's got a great uh Santa Tell Me. Santa Tell Me. I I Oh, love I do know it. that song. I, I love know that song. It. I I will just kind of play it and kinda of, I just love it and you know, and I'll, oh I think everybody gosh. listening was expecting to hear like uh Oh Holy Night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like Heart Angel. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then si a Silent Night, uh -huh. and then you just give Ariana Grande. Santa Tell Me. <laughs> Santa Tell Me's great. Oh, there's a naughty version of it, too, on her <laughs> second Christmas album. That's the one he likes. Yeah. <laughs> His daughter listens to it. Yeah. Why would you do that? Why a naughty version? That? Yeah. yeah just It's you, already a hit. Let's just yeah. make it unappealing to a lot. Yeah. You know the song, Rocking Around the Christmas Tree? Yeah. Yeah. So that was done by Brenda Lee when she was 13. She lives here in Nashville. And 65 years later, it's now the number one song on the radio. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I heard about this. Yeah. Billboard number one song. I think for the last two weeks. Yeah. It's the longest length of time any song's ever been between being number one. That song stinks, too. 
What? Ooh. What are you talking about? I mean, that's one of those. That's bottom five Christmas. Uh, it's a great song. Why is what it? Are you, why are you why rocking around the? What are you doing? Dancing around it like some kind of? Yeah. yeah. Oh, who does that? Yeah, but it's fun. The song never. Probably Culkin in Home Alone. The song, uh, <laughs> the song was never successful, right? Oh, I thought it got to number one when it was first released. Oh no, I thought it was like uh, like that was the whole thing is like it did it and now it's very successful, which is cool. But you know, I can't find that. Yeah, it did not sell well until Lee became a popular star a couple oh, years 60- later. Okay, so yeah, 1960. It was released in 1958. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, yeah, anyways, you know, from Home Alone, big right? resurgence through the movie Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, stand, yeah, I, like I stand this. corrected. I liked it. Yeah, it's a fun song. That's yeah, a movie a I, song. I have to watch. If it you have a heart, a year. maybe it's Jingle Bell Rock. I'm thinking of that I don't like. Mm. Well, that's that a great song too. Uh, yeah, it came out they hard. Though. Stink. Well, well, what's your favorite? Santa Baby. <laughs> <laughs> I like Katy Perry's Christmas uh, uh, <laughs> Silence. The Mariah Carey All for Christmas. I don't mind Silence. I think, it's, I think sometimes it's good to be silent. I think uh, it's great to be silent. Yeah. I think you should. I try to. I'm trying to work on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't. I think you should sit. I know. <laughs> you should go. Everybody should go. <clears throat> you should go sit in silence. Because you, if the, to, it's, it's a very important thing to do. I've realized, like, it's, we just need a break. But I'm saying for Christmas, that's what you, that would be your favorite song is silence. <laughs> Just, just don't turn on the radio. I would say hark, hark the Herald Angels Sing. Yeah. Something like that. What's that about? It's about the angels singing. Mm. What's the uh, Sandy Patty? <laughs> she sings a Christmas song. I don't know. I think that's, I feel like. What about Tennessee Christmas by Amy Grant? Never heard yeah. it. You yeah. You ever heard that? Mm-hmm. Christmas. Okay. I think White Christmas is the best-selling yeah. song of all time. Really? It's a great song. Bing Crosby. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, okay. That's a sad song, isn't it? What's the one that's like really? It's actually a sad song. Blue Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas if oh, only I'll my be, dreams. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a sad one. Yeah, because he's not home. He's in his dreams. Mm-hmm. Right. But isn't he gonna be home? So I don't know. It's is that sad? For I'll be home like, for I'm, Christmas. I'm coming home. If only in my dreams. That's the next line. But if your wife's like, "When are you coming home?" I'll be home. <laughs> yeah. And at the very end, <laughs> mm, in my dreams, yeah, I will. Yeah. yeah I mean, oh yeah. I'm there like, with I'll you in spirit. If if only in my dreams. Yeah. I, I mean, this is the positive of not listening to lyrics. <laughs> <clears throat> is that none of it means? Was he at war? Me. Is that like a wartime? Maybe. I mean, when was when was uh, Bing Crosby? I feel like this song is getting around. dark for the only time ever. It's like the happiest song. Like, I'll be home for Christmas. He's saying, I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on me. There'll be presents under the tree. I'll be home for Christmas, if only in my dreams. So he's like, I'll do all that. But like, it might just be in spirit. Mm-hmm. A bit of a letdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Again, to his family. Yeah. yeah. Expected him home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's out with the boys. That's All pretty right. crazy. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Favorite Christmas movie? Uh, like a movie that's about Christmas? It can be either one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Christmas, Christmas Story is the big one for me. That's yeah. a big yeah. one for our family. Yeah, I like Christmas Story. Yeah. I like Home Alone a lot, too. Yeah, Home Alone. Home Alone's kind of come back. That's great. 
Mm-hmm. Never seen it. Wonderful Life. My parents. We always I was gonna say it's Wonderful Life. It's wonderful Life fun of like me for that. Maybe top no, five. We watch that. Greatest movies ever. That's yeah, it's one of my favorites. Such yeah. a great. The story. end gets me every time. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Stewart. Mm-hmm. Unreal. Yeah. The original Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. I just watched that for the first time. It's so good. It's very good. It's that. crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Gotta wrap right. up. I did bring you guys some Christmas gifts. Did you really? Mm. Yeah. Oh so, my gosh! Nice uh, bag. Yep. 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 <laughs> Yep. Target, right. but it's a target bag for Aaron for you. Oh, look at that Milky Way king size ah, Milky Way share them. size. It's his favorite. That's lunch. You want. Nick for you some toothpaste. Oh, oh, wow. cortisone. Look at that little cortisone. cortisone oh, don't tell him. I actually need it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he and, needs it for the thing that he's doing. Yeah, and of course Nate for you. I got you something here. Oh, that. Oh, wow. That's awesome. A Peyton donation okay. has been made in your name to the human fund. Money for people. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect gift. Thank yeah. you. Man. Yeah, you're welcome. That's cool. So, well, uh, I didn't even think about getting you I something. I wish I had something for you, Brian. Yeah. Well, it's all right. I'll give you this. I just got this. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It comes with my Festivus pole yeah. I brought in. Yeah. It's a Christmas yeah. gift. No, I like it. We're oh. this, put Merry this Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <clears throat> I hope everybody has a wonderful Christmas. Or uh, Except Peyton and Eli. <laughs> Yeah, I hope the Mannings have a beautiful, beautiful Christmas. And I hope they talk and they get, there's not a delay. And uh, now I hope, uh, I hope they have a great Christmas. I really, I hope everybody has a wonderful Christmas. Uh, uh, Christmas is a wonderful time, Mm -hmm. everybody. uh, You got anything? Uh, I'm January 4th, 5th, and 6th. I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma at the Looney Bin. I'm nice. there first time. So I'm really excited about that. So come start the new year with me in Tulsa, Oklahoma. There you go. Uh, this weekend, I'm in uh, right here in Nashville. Hometown show, Zany's Comedy Club. I'm co-headlining it with a couple of buddies, Laura Peak and Casey Shornima. We're doing all weekend. So come on out to Zany's this weekend. And I got a bunch of comedy shows coming up. I'm going to be touring with Nate a bunch next year. But I'm very excited that the 11th annual Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge is going to be launched next month. Uh, the dates are going to be April 2nd to April 7th. If you know anybody that's interested in film, people with disabilities that want to get involved, go to disabilityfilmchallenge.com. Yeah. 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 It's always very fun. Yeah. It's a, become a huge thing. It's becoming yeah. very big. People have yeah. been getting jobs from it, and yeah. uh, I'm very excited, very proud of everybody that takes part in it. So Yeah, you did yeah. a great job. If anybody with a disability wants to make a video or make a movie, a little short, yep. how long are they using? They have to be between one to five minutes. Yeah. So if you go to disabilityfilmchallenge.com, you can learn about how you register, uh, put a film together, a team. But also, you can go to our YouTube page and watch. We have over 600 films that have been created from around the world. Mm. Yeah, it's awesome, man. Uh, All right. We love you. Really, have a Merry Christmas. Uh, And uh, we'll see you next week, right? I don't think you're here next week. All right. I'm not here. But I'll be at the New Year's Eve show. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, as always, we love you. See you. Bye. Nate Land is produced by Nate Land Productions and by me, Nate Bargetzi, and my wife, Laura, on the Audio Boom platform. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast.
This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. 